can have your roof work done, whether it's a new roof, a re-roof, roof repair, preventative maintenance, style replacement, hurricane inspection, it doesn't matter. Call my friends at Morton Roofing, 1-800-548-ROOF, 1-800-548-ROOF. All the warranties and guarantees, licensed and insured, competitive prices, on time and feeling fine, and ready to take care of all of your problems. What are you waiting for? 1-800-548-ROOF, or go to their website, www.mortonroofing.com. Morton Roofing is committed to your satisfaction, South Florida. And welcome back, everyone. It is 9.59. Been a long week and a long-ass day yesterday, especially for 16 coaches that lost their jobs as uh, Bill Parcells, Jeff Ireland, clean house, and get ready to go in a different direction. But I'm not going to worry about that right now because I'm already thinking about the weekend. That's right, a weekend of no football, no covering football, no bad football. I'm going to sit back as a fan and watch all the sporting events and really enjoy myself. And speaking of enjoying myself, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody and turn it over to Neil Rogers and enjoy his show. Our time is 10 o'clock. Have a great weekend, everybody. No portion of this program will be reproduced without the express written permission of the Nice going, Joe. Nice job uh, getting, nice getting rid of that baggage. And you're home for Miami Dolphins football. Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. What's Friday, you bastard? Oh! Will Will you vote for me? 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 Vote, vote, vote for me. The senator, everybody loves, even though 
one knows what he does. All the Democrats say, would you please be the guy who runs for the presidency? Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Oh, Barack Obama, because we're really scared of history. Oh, we really love you, and we do too, even though we don't know much about you. No John Networks, no Wayne McCain. We want someone with an outlast name, Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah. Go Barack Obama, because we can't vote for Hillary. Ten oh two at five sixty WQAM. Happy uh, Friday, January the fourth. Oh yeah, I'm oh, happy yeah, Friday. Right. I beg your pardon. I'm happy it's Friday. So it George has still Friday. got a little bit of a cold. He sounds like he's yeah, got uh, some of his nose, stuffy and uh, hoarse. But had a great day at Gulfstream. I saw those pictures. You looked really old in that one picture. Well, yeah. I am uh, really old. There were some mm. pictures taken. Yeah, you said Steph took a couple of pictures on his cell oh, phone. Oh, yeah. He didn't send them to me. He sent them to you. And I saw the uh, crowd there. And there were a couple right. of people under the age of 100. Right. right. See, that's the thing with the Iowa caucus last night, which that whole caucus system, by the way, is such a disaster. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's an insult to anyone's intelligence, especially on the Democratic side. But the result is all we cared about. And Barack Obama kicked ass. Nice going, baby. And the best part of the deal is that Swillery didn't even come in second. She got edged out by John Edwards, and she came in turd. Which I think is appropriate. Turd. The old ladies voted for Swillery, though. All the old Yentas. Isn't that sad? Although I guess there's probably not too many Yentas in Iowa. But nevertheless, all the old farts. That's where she got her votes. Old women. If it wouldn't have been for the old women, it would have been a, a landslide. And then on the other side, Mike Huckabee. Oh, yeah. Which is a testament, if you pardon that expression, to just how bad the Republican field is. Joe mm-hmm. Biden dropped out. Chris Dodd dropped out. And if they were smart, there'd be a whole bunch of others would drop out. To little Dennis Kucinich, did he get any votes at all? No, I don't. <laughs> his uh, his hot wife voted for him. They didn't even mention him last night. Just barely, like, is he still alive? And Ron Paul, he's uh, I don't know. What did he get fourth? They're still debating whether uh, McCain got third, or Ron Paul, or Fred Thompson, or any of the other right wing. Well, Ron Paul's not a right wing nut job. Just another internet phenom, you know, another uh, phony baloney. Let's see. Here's a couple of faxes we got. One says, Neil, let me get this straight. WQM's management, in its infinite wisdom, in essence, fired the humper and then replaced his show with a jerk's show. Brilliant. Yeah, you got it straight. The jerk show. That'll be on 2 to 4 this afternoon. And the rumor, the word around the building is, boy. Yeah. A real, uh, not a Mm -hmm. a good guy. Well, that's what Zach said. Now, see, there you go. (laughs) There you go. I always get it. I hope that everybody in the audience heard George just say that. Uh huh. I wasn't going to do that. You accused me always <laughs> I of know. destroying our sources. Yeah, but this isn't a secret. This isn't a, a secret. Of... Oh, it's not. He doesn't want it to be a secret that he hates. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah. If he... Okay. I just decided it wasn't going to be. A well, let's secret. go. Oh, you decided. What? Are... You are a jerk. You ought to be on. It could be Jackson jerks. All right, I'll do the show with him. Yeah, you can do the show with him. You can be a sidekick. Sure. Give him a kick in the side. Yeah, Zach said he's a real jerk, which I, you know, it's unfortunate. I guess he's trying to boss him around and have him book guests. You know, yeah. Allison is, I guess, his producer now, That right? is correct. Well, why not have Allison book his guests? Well, that's what is supposed to be happening. And this Comet Soros guy, whoever this guy is, he brought down the strange Who? guy with the spiky hair. Summit. Oh, Tweak. Tweak, yeah. Tweak. Tre- 
whatever his name is, Freep. Have that book, your guest, okay? Zach, you, Zach has nothing to do with you. You're not in the morning show anymore, jerks, okay? So quit the... He, he sounds to me like uh, all over again. I could be wrong about that. I don't want to get involved, okay? All I know is he's on from 2 to 4 today, and then we got the Mad Dog 4 to 7 as uh, Joe Bell. And we got Very Jackass's column. You want to know what's going on in this station or in the market? Read Very Jackass. And by the way, Joel Feinberg. You fair. Oh, brother. Now, we dumped that call a few days ago, but I guess it was probably right. accurate. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. The guy that called in and said, oh, uh, they've already been alerted over there that uh, maybe they're not going to make payroll. About I mean, we don't know if that's true or not, but. They got some financial tourists over there across the street because they've been peeing money down the toilet like crazy. And maybe that's the reason Joel Feinberg never came back and made me an offer because he ain't going to be there anyway, according to Barry. It doesn't look like. Plus, he's got that court date later this month, too. And then, of course, this is so important here. Jim DeFetis is going to return to radio. He'll soon be splitting his time between TV and radio. Well, there's enough of him to, like, uh, chop him in half and have half of it on TV. Boy, this guy, if he don't weigh 800 pounds, he doesn't weigh an ounce. Although the article said he recently, well, this article didn't say it. Yeah, he lost 98 pounds. He's getting in shape. Wow. <laughs> oh, he's getting in shape like the shape of a gigantic schmoo. I was just going to say schmoo. I shouldn't talk, though. Yesterday, oh, my uh, low-carb oh, pasta, the uh, stuff showed up, You're and I saw it. And I made it for dinner last night, and I, wasn't, I didn't like it. It tasted really grainy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't cook it. Maybe I cooked it too I long. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. You know, it takes a little bit longer to cook that. But still, you might have cooked it too long. Is that your phone? No. No, it was mine. All right. Oh, there you go. Chris's phone is ringing. There's bookie now. Yeah, right. I have to have money to be able to have a bookie. This time, it says, the new Jim DeFetus show will air on WFTL 8.50 from 4 to 7 in the afternoon. Oh, we're safe. Uh-oh, look out, Mad Dog. 4 to 7. All right. Defeatist can also be seen if you have a really big widescreen TV on CBS News 4, both in the morning and evening newscasts. And his TV reports can be found on CBS4.com slash Defeatist. Prior to WFTL, Defeatist hosted a morning show on WYNZ. Since his departure from that station, he's been working hard at CBS4. Oh, this is such a He's been working hard at CBS4 and hired a personal trainer to get in shape and get healthy. This is like something that Ding Dong School would write. His efforts are definitely working, and he's already dropped 98 pounds. He's down to, like, 850. Well, he's going to be on 850. Maybe that's why. The Fetus's new radio show on WFTL, sandwiched between two very conservative talk show hosts, he describes himself as an island of sanity in a sea of unreason. Now, what am I getting on that station? they got a good signal at 850. See, I'm the one person that could put some of these stations on the map. Uh-huh. But, uh, unfortunately, my agent is a uh, lunkhead, you know. Who uh, wants money? Oh, send me some money. Mm. Send me some money so I can get more of those runaways. Defeatus was an award-winning writer for the Miami News for 11 years, a Metro columnist for the Herald for three years, and currently writes for Miami Monthly Magazine. He was also named Best AM Radio Personality for 2007 by New Times Broward, Palm Beach. Right. He also writes for the um, large national and international news organization. This is just a puff piece that he uh, must have typed up himself. I don't have any idea where this was from, but somebody... Uh, Somebody faxed it to me, and there it is. Isn't that sad? No. Jim DeFetus, another one of those guys, another I want to be, another guy that thinks he belongs on the radio. Well, good luck to him. Well, here's what Barry Jackass says if you want to know the real uh, poop on radio. Barry Jackass in his column in the Herald this morning says, Facing mounting financial losses, Joel Feinberg 
has spoken with ownership of Waxy 790 about possibly leaving the station. All right. You're an a-hole, Joel. Big, stupid, spoiled, rich, uh, pampered, uh, idiot a-hole. They're a little tongue-tied there because there's so many adjectives that fit him to a T. Feinberg owns the company that leases 790 Signal and has lost several million dollars since he lost, uh, launched an all-sports station more than three years ago. He's been uh, running a sea of ink over there, man. Even even uh, Moses never saw a sea like that with that much red. Even Jesus. Because the ticket has produced strong ratings, Burry says, which is a total... I mean, that's such crap. They had that bogus July, and once July dropped off, they went back to uh, oh. crap again. Why do you write this crap, Barry? Why are you such a jerk? Because the ticket has produced strong ratings, people inside the station are hopeful that Lincoln Financial, which owns Waxy 790, will continue to operate it as a sports station if Feinberg ends his lease agreement. Feinberg declined to comment. Dennis Collins, another real a-hole, general manager of Lincoln Financial's local radio properties, didn't return phone messages. The Herald has a marketing partnership with 790. The ticket, Barry adds, and there's like a disclaimer for having written this swill. And now we get to the real meat of the matter. Here we go. WQAM on Thursday hired Damon Amendolara, who until recently had been hosting a morning sports talk show in Kansas City, is host of 9 to Midnight Show weeknights beginning January 22. In other words, the beast, that was just a, a, a fill-in thing. And, of course, it makes you wonder, what was the big hurry to get Eddie Kay off the air, if they were just going to put a uh, you know, the beast on there? That was I mean, What would you rather have on the air, Eddie Kay or the beast? Come on. Amanda Laura. And then I was told this morning, I don't want to say who told me, but Joe Zagacki is like the uh, ghost program director. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. That is correct. Do you, do you know that? I did know that for a while now, yeah. I well, thought you knew right, it too. Because Clarence does those UM games with him, with Joe, with Joe Z. So Joe Z is calling the shots. No wonder we're in the toilet. And you want to know why? Joe Zagacki sucks, okay? Amanda Laura, who previously hosted a show for WQM Sister Station in Fort Myers, will also be QM's primary daytime fill-in. Not on this show, he won't. Assuming the show is going to be here. He's an up-and-coming star, WQM General Manager Joe Bell said. Ho, ho, ho! QM had been seeking a host since Ed Kaplan was dropped after the World Series. And then uh, Barry goes on, actually with some balls for a chance, to rip Brian Cumble, the ass he so richly deserves. Brian Cumble is so bad, and his brother is just barely, uh, maybe a, a tenth of a degree better. They are just horrendous, grotesque, awful. Brian Gumball. But nevertheless, so there's the deal. Uh, Damon Amendolara, he's going to be doing on the midnight. I never heard of him. I don't know from him. I'm not going to, you know, give him all the chance in the world to go on there and do a heck of a job. The only problem being if Joe Bell likes him, I don't know. <laughs> what is it you always say about that? If he likes it, it's going to suck. It's going to suck and, and it's, it's going, going to fail, fail in that order. Oh, boy, you are so negatory. No, I'm positive. Positively accurate. Mm-hmm. So uh, Zach says that uh, Jason Jerks is a jerk. Is that what he said? And he doesn't like uh, worry, and he's not going to book him any guests. And it's uh, he's got yeah, nothing to do with anymore. Show. He, he has nothing him. to do with your show, right. Jason. Okay. There's nothing worse than guys, uh, air guys, who call up uh, punks and try to boss them around like uh, do, 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 like do, do, that do. one. Right. Well, yeah, you're not right. booking me the right guest. That's why I've got a one exactly. share. And he's if got he scars from most still, uh, you yeah. know, to deal with. That's, that's right. Deal. Although, though, at least I'll say this: at least he was actually working on the Mo Show when all that crap was going on. Which he is not working on the Jason Jerk show now, and good news for him. Biggest name. What a jerk. Twop Friday, you bastard. The C and the High End. Flash the Corrin. Flash the Corrin. It's on the toilet. Flash the Corrin. Flash the Corrin. 
Okay, 1016. Don't be uh, uh, pissing off those uh, schmuck heads, man. They get really upset. Right. Doug Thompson's got an interesting column here. Not that, well, I don't know. No, it's not that long. Let me print it out, okay? Changes in the air after last night. You think changes in the air? Can you smell it? I smell something. Chris just came back from the bathroom, though, so I don't know. What oh, changes about. in the air. Tell him to change his underwears. Okay, I'm printing that out. Here's the, uh, speaking of uh, Chris and bad hygiene, here's the uh, poll result from yesterday. 1,078 vote. We apologize for today's poll, but then again, you know, Charlie B., he gets all swept up by the listeners. And our one lady listener, is it Michelle, is that her name, who's the big Johnny Depp fan? Okay. I don't know. We've only got one female listener, and she's it. But anyway, she uh, called in a couple days ago. It'd be a great idea to take a poll on your favorite Johnny Depp movie. And I, you know, and Charlie B. made up the poll, and I got suckered into it. And, of course, I added on there at the end, knowing that a lot of people out there probably don't like They don't like anything in South Florida. So why would they like Johnny Depp? So I hate Johnny Depp as leading. You know, I hate anything. Just I hate blank. We hate him. We hate her. We we just hate. Ah! That's South Florida. We hate that old fagel on the radio. You just hate everything. It's a horrible place. Anybody that's planning on going on a trip to South Florida, don't do it. Although George had a great time at Gulfstream yesterday. Yeah, it was. Go over there and plunge your guts out. And I gave him a big winner there in the second race. I yes, know he did. Seven bucks and whatever. That's how it's done, I guess, right? What do you mean by that? Well, you leave with more money than you showed up with. Yeah, but that, that's not how it's done by picking number, just by picking names and the Listen, jockeys. You know, that's it not worked. a handicap race. It was called blind luck. It All right. Work. Yeah, it did work. And too bad the five horse got left in the gate hey. at the start. <laughs> the, you can't win them all. Hit. You just win enough of them. You quit while you're ahead, and I did. You took your five dollars and left. Seven fifty. Oh, you won seven fifty. Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. Heavy duty. Anyway, which personal hygiene routine do you have the most trouble sticking to on a regular basis, we asked yesterday. 1,078 votes. Flossing, 551. I don't think anybody flosses every day. Maybe uh, dental hygienists. I, I just don't know. 51.1% said they had trouble keeping up with that, including me. I voted for flossing. Cleansing out my belly button, lit 94. Shaving, 94. Trimming my nose or ear hair, 61. I should have voted for that. It's just... Really aggravating. The older you get, the more just chunks of hair start coming up, pouring out of your ears. Brushing my teeth, 53. Applying cologne or perfume, 47. Cleaning the wax out of my ears, 39. Trimming my nails, 36. Bathing, 33. Well, excuse me. Oh, boy. What kind of slobs don't... I just... I don't understand that. Cleaning out my toe cheese, 27. Cleaning the dirt out from under my nails, 12. You don't have to worry about that. If you bite your fingernails, you never have nails long enough to have dirt underneath them. That's right. When in doubt, chew them out. Using mouthwash, 12. Using deodorant, 9. Washing my hair, 5. And brushing or combing my hair, 5. Out of 1078. Today is very embarrassing, and we apologize, uh, apologize for it. Paul, uh, Johnny Depp. What's your favorite Johnny Depp movie? How about I never saw any? We ought to add that on there, too. It's possible. I don't know. You're adding it now? Never saw any? I hate Johnny Depp is winning handily 112. And like I said, no matter whose name we put on there, I hate uh, anybody. It could be uh, Joe Smith from down the street. Oh, we don't know him, but we hate him anyway. Ah! Ah! Welcome to South Florida. We hate you. Pirates of the Caribbean won. Now, now that's probably like Godfather. Because I mean, obviously there wasn't, wasn't called Pirates of the Caribbean 1. It was just called right. Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. But the first one, 87... Donnie Brasco, 72, that's what I voted. Blow, 64. Boy, there's some station on 640. Wouldn't that be a good logo for a station? Blow, 64. All right. 
Ed Wood, 48. Edward Scissorhands, 48. Fear and Loathing in Vegas, 36. That really sucks, by the way. That is so bad. Have you seen that? Yeah, it was bad. Oh, it's horrible. What's Eating Gilbert Grape, 29. Platoon, 22. Don Juan DeMarco, 17. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, 14. The Ninth Gate, 14. Benny and June, 14. I don't even know what that is. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory has got the 12. Finding Neverland, 11. Pirates of the Caribbean, 2 has got 10. From Hell, 10. Chocolat, 10. Sleepy Hollow, 10. A Nightmare on Elm Street, 10. That's where he uh, blew out the ceiling with blood. Crybaby, 8. Secret Window, 7. Secret Window has uh, got so much promise, and then, like I told you, the worst ending. Oh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I come to find out. Well, I don't want to say it. Did you ever wind up seeing it? What? Secret Window. No. The, no. Good. No. Don't. I heard it sucked. No, it, it was great until the uh, ass end of it. And the ending uh, well, spoiled the whole thing. Pirates of the Caribbean 3 has got 7. Sweeney Todd 6. I never heard of it. It's the new one. It's all right now. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Private Resort 3. Corpse Bride 2. The Man Who Cried 2. Nick of Time 1. I Never Saw Any. Before Night Falls, The Astronaut's Wife, The Brave, and Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare have all got oh! the big O. Nothing yet. Out of 701. Well, you know, you got a shot at something today. Not a thousand, though. I'll guarantee you that. That poll will not get a thousand votes. You better take that to the bank, Chris. We're up to 710, so we might get a thousand. QAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes? Hi, I'm the one that gave you the Johnny Depp poll. It's the other lady, Johnny Depp Van Holly. Oh. How are you? I'm okay. We'll put the poll on there. It's not, you know, it'll, it's uh, okay. Well, I just can't believe that people don't like Johnny Depp. That's kind of weird because he's pretty versatile. I mean, he's, he's pretty. Not, he's not Nicholas Cage. Let's put it that way. Thank God. Thank or, God. Or Bruce Willis, yeah. Oh God, yes. Yeah, see, they do the same character every time. I mean, you're getting something different every time with him. So yeah, I do find that kind of hard to believe. I think people are just doing it to be, like you said. Typical Florida, South Florida? Nah. That is correct. They're just negative. They put anybody's name on it. If I put your name on it, oh, we don't like her. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm very likable, and I love you to pieces, and thanks for putting my poll on just to make my day. Okay, have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Bye. I'll give Johnny a kiss for you next time I see him. He doesn't remember me, I'm sure. He doesn't remember that morning he was on with me on Zeta with his leather jacket, and we put our arms around each other and had a picture taken. I wish I still had that picture. Put our arms around each other, and that was where it ended. Because I had to go take a big dump in the uh, corporate tea room. That's that's the uh, toilet, by the way, where there was a snake once upon a time. Did I ever tell you that? Uh, no, I don't think you told me the I toilet snake story. I sat down to do story. nature's business, and all of a sudden there's Look, this little... Call Larry Craig. He might want to hear this. Little No, I wasn't tapping my toe. In fact, I, uh, I figured you talk about me being real quick in the tea room. I was I imagine. real fast. Just a little uh, snake. You know, in the toilet? A little, little redhead. You know, it doesn't have to be big. No. That's what Larry said. <laughs> anyway, uh, Doug Thompson writes, changes in the year. He said the Iowa caucus victories by Barack Obama and Mike Huckabee Thursday night were also stunning defeats for the status quo in American politics. Angry voters sent a strong message that they're mad as hell and they're not going to take it anymore. How do you like that? Angry voters send a message. And I can't uh, get the damn thing up on here. There it is. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh! Democratic caucus attendees told Hillary Rodham Clinton that America doesn't need four years of her kind of politics. She finished well behind Obama and a close third to John Edwards, a slick trial lawyer with an anti-corporate greed. 
What does that mean, an anti-corporate greed? Well, anyway, Doug Thompson goes on to say Clinton, in many ways, is both the face of the status quo and a poster girl for corporate greed. Her campaign is funded in large part by big business. On the Republican side, one-time GOP frontrunner Mitt Romney also represented the face of corporate America, and he dumped millions of dollars of his own money into a do-or-die effort in Iowa. Republican straw voters said no dice and went with Huckabee, who emerged from the second tier of candidates to crush Romney. In their victory speeches, Obama and Huckabee sounded similar themes, unity, not division, coalitions, not partisanship, and America, not political parties. Obama noted that his victory built on a coalition of Democrats and young independents showed that there are no more red or blue states, but instead the United States of America, eh? He added, you know, they said this day wouldn't come. They said our sights were set too high. They said this country was too divided, too disillusioned to ever come together. But on this January night, at this defining moment in history, you have done what the cynics said we couldn't do. Huckabee noted that his victory showed his opponents that attack politics don't work in Iowa. He predicted it wouldn't work elsewhere. Tonight we've seen what's the new day in American politics, and tonight it starts here in Iowa, he said, but it doesn't end here. It goes all the way through the other states and ends at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. The victories by Obama and Huckabee left the campaigns of Clinton and Romney once hailed as well-oiled machines in disarray. Bad machines, man. A subdued Clinton met her supporters and promised she was in the race for the long haul, but muted applause and a dour Bill Clinton standing silent behind her sent a more downbeat message. Romney, invoking Olympic metaphors, said he had won the silver, but he would go for the gold in New Hampshire. By contrast, Obama's victory speech came amid loud cheers with all the trappings of an old-time revival, eclipsing even the evangelical style of former Southern Baptist preacher Huckabee. Voters in Iowa reminded America Thursday night that pundits, politicians, and talking heads don't select presidential candidates. That privilege still belongs to those who vote, and the record numbers who took part in the process in the frozen tundra of Iowa told us that this presidential election year will not be business as usual. Well, thank God for that. Oh, God. That's right. I told you, Barack Obama's man. How, many, how long ago did I tell you that? About 100 years ago? Yeah, about 30. Before Jesus was a baby? I told you that a long time ago. He the man. He is heads and shoulders above the rest of these losers, these wannabes. And there was Jew Lieberman, by the way, standing behind uh, John McCain. Standing very close behind him, tapping his toe. 27 pounds. I you bastard. Thirty-two at five sixty WQAM. I want to congratulate CNN for their grotesque coverage of the Iowa caucus last night. I was switching back and forth between MSNBC, where they had Keith Olbermann with um, Chris Matthews and politics, see it. and uh, that in CNN. And Wolf Blitzkrieg was there, you know, walking up and down and uh, carrying on. And they had everybody who was ever born was on there. Donna Brazil and the fat uh, fart uh, Bill Bennett with his gambling problem and his big fat face. Just his face alone must weigh six hundred pounds. And Jack Cafferty was there being his usual curmudgeon self. I like him, though. He's, you know, he at least uh, doesn't just suck up all the time. He's all right. And Candy Cowley was on there, of course. And Jonathan King and uh, Anderson's Pooper and all. 4,000 people. Our best, the best political team. Yeah, you guys suck. 
And they had that Tom guy who they invented, I think it was right around the time of 9-11, they invented this guy who shows maps. He shows maps in rooms and buildings. And uh, let's let's go and uh, tag one of the actual caucuses now. We've got a live microphone in there, and maybe we can hear what some of the people are saying, Wolf says. And so they open the mic and hear, like, like we heard at Gulfstream yesterday. You know, just the uh, mumble of the crowd in the background, not being able to hear one single word that anybody would, you know, was saying. And they let it go on and on, like, oh, maybe somebody's going to say something, but they never did. Nice going, Wolf, and your crew there at CNN. You suck. You make me nauseous. You make me want to vomit. You make me want to do a Joyce in my pants. Here's an email that just came in. And why are they sending this to me? It came over the facts. Send it to Joe Bell or Joe Zagacki. Oh, yeah. Send it to a Joe guy. We don't have anything to do with programming on this show. We're trying just to stay on the air here till the end of the year or sooner or whatever. Whatever materializes. It says, I was stunned and shocked to hear that the station gave Jackson his own show, which interrupts the entire flow of the real talent. Now my radio is off or tuned to something else from 2 to 4. This is going to kill Mad Dog's numbers, but it's not about the ratings, is it? I hope that I can remember to switch back at 4 o'clock, it says. And then it says, I couldn't reach you via email. Is there another address? Yeah, I got other email addresses, but you ain't getting them. This was sent to Neil Rogers, WQM.com. How did, how did we get this? Uh, they, they faxed it. Obviously, oh, it was a fax. Back, yes. Oh, so just use the fax. If you got the fax, sure. remember, what do you need in my email for? Right. Monk? From Mike. Well, you got an excellent point, Mike, and I wholeheartedly agree. But, but again, we have nothing to do with the programming. Talk to Joe Zagacki. Joe Zagacki okay? sucks. He's okay? the uh, shadow program director. We find out he's pulling all the strings behind clearance, which until this day I never, re- I never even really gave it any thought that he was involved in any. You know, uh, clearance was a pimp. It was Zagacki all along. Oh my God! You didn't know Clarence it until today. Just a pimp like Tataglia. It was Zagacki all along. <laughs> That's right. You didn't know. Well, there's only today. one thing we can do about that. That plane didn't get him. Back at IOD, remember that? Yeah. Back during the hurricane. I know. Well, maybe uh, we we'll have to call in Luca Brasi. It was Zagaki all along. He's the one who's advising Chaimyankel. Oh, speaking of Chaimyankel, what a great segue! I just fell into a bucket of uh, kosher crap. Pikesville, Maryland. That's with a P. At a kosher deli off right, Ry- what is that? Ricerstown Road in Pikesville Strip Mall, Eyewitness News found Rabbi Yisrael Shapiro. Now, is this a real story or is this a joke? I don't well, know. It's from CBS. R- Yisrael Shapiro, a butcher who jumped out from behind his desk and hid from our cameras when we tried to ask him about new criminal charges that he sexually abused two young boys during bar mitzvah lessons. Shapiro never came out, but a co-worker did. The man later yelled at Eyewitness News after we walked out the door that the allegations against Shapiro were fabricated and also said, Casa Hoyes! City prosecutors say over the past several months, police and prosecutors have conducted an extensive investigation that led to the charges. The alleged abuse took place at Shapiro's home off Olympia Street, 1988-94. Some neighbors caught wind of the allegations a few years back and posted flyers. They caught wind of it. One victim tells police he was forced to chant passages from the Torah as his testicles were fondled and his rectum probed with Shapiro's pointed finger, a pointer finger, or his index finger. The rabbi claimed that he was required to examine the boy in this manner due to the fact that the youth had ingested a ham sandwich and it wasn't permitted. Oh, yeah, you have to push the ham back out. And if the finger doesn't work, he's got something even more effective than that. The rabbi claimed he could smell swine on his finger after he removed it from the youth's Rectum. <laughs> oh, no. 
The problem is we don't know if there's more victims. We know a few, but not how many there have actually been, said Vicki Poland, whoever she is. Oh, I see. Poland heads a support group for victims of rabbi abuse. She's concerned that some leaders in the Orthodox community keep abusers quiet. Victims of rabbi abuse. That's a new one. We haven't heard that before. Why not spread it around a little bit? They're told they shouldn't report it to secular authorities because it could start another holocaust. Unfortunately, it starts another type of holocaust where an accuser has access to hundreds of children each time they perfect their skills. This behavior usually is found in the Catholic Church, she said. No kidding. What's that line again about he... He had to chant passages from the Torah as his testicles were fondled and his rectum probed with Shapiro's pointer finger. Hmm. Ever try that? No, it's something to think about. I don't know how it works out. Swine. Excuse me? Well, maybe there was pork in his rectum. Oh, I see. Anyway, how are we doing on that Johnny Depp pool? And again, we apologize. She was very enthusiastic about that, though. Made her happy anyway. That's good. I made her day and her weekend. 750. 750, not bad. What about 850, huh? What about that uh, station with Jim Defetus? We might actually be pretty good on there. Hey, Norma, get something going already, will you, Norma? You know, I, I sent him an email saying, well, you know, I don't want to be, seem like I'm in a big hurry. I am in a hurry. Get something going. Ba, 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 ba. So far, this man hasn't had, uh, you know, he's putting me on the market. He's entertaining offers. I'm putting Neil on the market. Remember that Ellie Brecher article? And, and thanks again for getting Ellie Brecher into my, into my life. Not... She's one of those people. Once she gets her uh, te- tentacles into your life, you're never going to get her out. Thanks Send for the warning. message about Lewis Wolfson died. Well, why do I care about Lewis Wolfson died, okay? And the stuff about Larry King, by the way, that she sent me, they, they deleted that. It didn't make the final cut in the Herald. They cut that stuff out. They cut it all out, even any mention of Larry King's name. You cowards at the Herald, man. You s- oh, brother, talk about the smell of swine. Unbelievable. Because there are certain people that, you know, they suck up to, just like uh, Barry Jackass writing about the big numbers at the ticket. So Joel Feinberg is on the way out, huh? I, well, I better read that again. Not, not the whole thing, just that, the thing about Joel. Here it is. Facing mounting financial losses, Joel Feinberg has spoken with ownership of Waxy 790 about possibly leaving the station. He owns the company that leases 790 Signals lost several million dollars since he launched an all-sports station more than three years ago. And, of course, everything here, to get back to that email that we just had or the facts, whatever the thing was, the reason that the Jackson Jerks is on from 2 to 4, it, it's all about saving money. This is Joe Bell's thing. He can't put anybody good on the air, so what is he going to do? He's going to be the hero. He's blowing Hank out the door. He's going to blow me out the door. He's cutting all the salaries, and what he's going to do is turn it into a, a nickel-and-dime sports station. With no competition, too, because the guys across the street are losing their ass, and they're going to go out there, too. And if they go off with that format, what's going to happen to the Marlins and the Panthers? The huh? free agents. What's going to happen to the Marlins and the Panthers? If there's no sports station on 790. And what's going to happen to Dan LeBaster and the Booster? I don't and, know. And Sid the Kid, all that other heavy-duty talent over there across the street. Because the rumors that uh, somebody started here, that caller... And I think that was an inside job from over there. I called her last week about how they've already been told they're probably not going to make payroll. I mean, that, that was just a rumor, and we don't know for sure. That's why we dumped it. But now if Barry Jackass says that if it's about sports radio in South Florida, if it's about jockstraps, and if it's about Joel Feinberg and Joe Bell or Joe Mama, Barry Jackass knows his crap.
46, 14 before 11 at 560 WQM. Don't forget, we got Jason Jerks between 2 and 4, and then the Mad Dog. Don't forget to tune back in for Jim Mandich between 4 and 7. Take a look at what we got tonight, man. We got Dolphins All Assets with Barry Butel from 7 to 9. Beast 9 to 10. Just one hour of the Beast because from 10 to midnight, we got ESPN Radio Primetime with Chris Mortensen and then ESPN Radio. Oh, my God. Wow. Woo! And remember what Jolly Joe said? He said he was going to build a wall of football. <laughs> There's only one problem with that, okay? What? What football we got on this station? We got the Hurricanes, which they're done, well done, and the Dolphins, which they were done before the season even started. Uh, so there ain't no more football for months and months and months. Well, even the draft isn't until the middle of April. Yeah, but draft talk can go for a So whole where's year, the rest right? of the wall of football? Huh? It's like the Berlin Wall. Somebody tore it down. Tear down that wall, Mr. Bell. How do you like that? Where, where's the uh, bell? Uh, the wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. WQAM, hello. Mike Huckabee needed incredible turnout from self-described evangelical voters Thursday to win Iowa. Hillary Clinton was counting on capturing the women's vote to carry the day. Huckabee succeeded, and Swillery did not. So goes the tale of two very different presidential campaigns that appear to be on separate arcs. Huckabee up, Clinton down. Two new frontrunners for the 2008 race for the White House have emerged. For Republicans, it's Huckabee, the former Arkansas governor and Bible-thumping lunatic. For Democrats, it's Senator Barack Obama. With 95% of Republican precincts, and, and, and this is just a little while ago, they still haven't counted every vote in the Republican side. With 95% of Republican precincts reporting, Huckabee adds 34%, 25% for slick down uh, Mitt Romney, Fred Thompson 13%, McCain 13 and Ron Paul had 10 with all Democratic precincts reporting, Obama had the support of 38% compared to 30 for John Edwards. About 30, man. And 29% for Swillery, who came in third. Now the Iowa campaign is over. No more stops in Cedar Rapids. No more overnights at Des Moines Marriott. Fried Twinkies are a thing of the past. It's out in New Hampshire as the race enters a new phase with some new players for the next five days. Then Democrats and Republicans veer off and follow separate paths in pursuit of the presidency before reconnecting on February 5th Super Tuesday primaries. Super Tuesday. Most of the candidates already be on the ground in the Grand State Friday, attending rallies, shaking hands, that's today, trying to capitalize on the momentum or salvage a disappointing showing in Iowa. Chris Dodd and Joe Biden have already bowed out gracefully, while New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, Representative Ron Paul, and Representative Duncan Hunter continue their quest after getting slaughtered in Iowa. Today, two Republicans will rejoin the race, John McCain and Rudy Giuliani, into the picture after skipping Iowa. Prohibitive early state favorite Mitt Romney comes to New Hampshire battered and bruised, but still very much alive due to his deep roots in the state, even deeper pockets. The battle for New Hampshire appears to be shaping up between Romney and McCain, who beat then-Texas Governor George Bush there in 2000, but it also remains to be seen just how much momentum Huckabee can generate from his astonishing victory in Iowa. How much momentum. But it says Iowa is no New Hampshire. 
The largely conservative Libertarian New England state could prove to be rough sledding for the newfound champion of social conservatives. In Iowa, entrance polls of caucus goers showed that three out of every five Republicans were self-described born-again or evangelical Christians. Farbison Goyam, 60%. Huckabee beat Romney by better than 2 to 1 in his voting block. Among the rest of Iowa's Republican electorate, Huckabee finished a distant fourth behind Romney, McCain, and Fred Thompson. Did you know that? Nope. Behind the non-born-again... In New Hampshire, social conservatives aren't as influential. This potentially opens the door for Romney to regain the upper hand or for McCain to repeat his 2000 victory, especially with Jew Lieberman standing close behind him to see if he's got uh, swine in his... Rectum. The Arizona senator will find himself in a two-front battle against Romney for the hearts and souls of GOP voters and against Obama for the state's unpredictable and sizable independent electorate. Swillery suddenly finds herself looking at Obama's back and rethinking her strategy for winning the support of younger women. Iowa entrance polls showed that the New York senator was the top choice of women over 60, while Obama was strongly preferred by women between the ages of 18 to 59. The living and breathing crowd of every stripe and variety voted for Obama overwhelmingly. And the old farts, uh, we don't know who's that farts here. We don't know who that is. Like that, you know. Another major challenge for Clinton will be how to weaken the Illinois senator without being accused of running a divisive negative campaign. So far, voters have rejected the style of campaigning. By the way, how many Jews do you think there are in Iowa? About 30, man. Meanwhile, Democrats John Edwards and Richardson, as well as Republican Thompson, are still alive with many contests to go. And will Giuliani's big state strategy, which starts with the January 29 Florida primary, prove to be successful? He had a lot of deli in Florida, I'll tell you that. Didn't work for Wesley Clark, maybe for Rudy Giuliani. He had a lot of deli. A lot of blintzes, a lot of uh, pastrami sandwiches, a couple of Reuben sandwiches, yeah. Mm. In honor of Reuben Askew. Is he still alive, by the way, Reuben Askew? I don't know. Oh, and we don't care. I don't care, right. Now that we got a gay governor, Charlie yeah. Christ, Christ. 777 on the pool. You just might pull a surprise here today and get a 1,000. And I don't even know why I keep saying you, Chris, because you had nothing to do with putting this on there or inventing this pool. Yeah, well, you know. But 118, more than any other category on here, what's your favorite Johnny Depp movie? 118, I hate Johnny Depp. Rah, we hate you. Isn't that nice? Very nice. It's kind of like the uh, Joe Bell thing, you know, same same kind of personality. Hostile. Hostile, hateful. Rah! Still don't have my Happy New Year email from him, by the way. Nothing. Hold your breath. Or Joe Zagaki, either. Joe Zagaki sucks, okay? Jerome Doolittle on the Smirking Chimp says, The most interesting thing among many interesting things in Iowa last night was Huckabee's speech. He had all the right notes and never a false one. While none of the Republican candidates stand, stands a chance of winning the White House in November, Huckabee showed himself to be the only one who wouldn't lose in a landslide of Goldwater or Mondale proportions. This is because Huckabee appealed to the growing number of voters who have become nostalgic for that outmoded New Testament crap. Big mistake, Mike. The cold-eyed moneylenders who own the Republican Party want somebody who can be counted on to understand that with them the gold rule. But Huckabee keeps showing signs of believing in that other golden rule, that whole Sermon on the Mount thing. As governor of Arkansas, he even tried to follow it now and then by raising taxes to improve schools and other such heresies. Consequently, the party bosses will now set to strangle their strongest candidate in the crib. They'll attack Huckabee mercilessly for being soft on crime, for ignorance of foreign affairs, for preferring peace to war, for lying about his theological credentials, for raising taxes, for graft and corruption as governor, and that's the only charges for which there's some basis, however slender in fact. As we know from the sliming of John McCain in the South Carolina primary eight years ago, no relation to truth is at all necessary when the GOP grown-ups get set down with the short strokes. 
Huckabee could find himself attacked as a queer, an equal opportunity employer, a pothead, a lush, an immigrant lover, a card-carrying member of the ACLU, a sodomizer of Eagle Scouts or Shetland ponies, an atheist, or worst of all, a raghead, a haji. Would it change your opinion of Governor Huckabee to learn that he worships a Muslim prophet? The anonymous telephone polar whispers to undecided voters just before the primary. Hey, you can't blame the RNC if folks don't know that Muslims consider Jesus a prophet. Count on it. Whatever vile measures may be necessary to destroy a Baptist preacher with suspiciously New Testament tendencies and to throw the nomination to a spectacularly unelectable Mormon billionaire, those measures the GOP leadership are prepared to take. Grunts in Vietnam had a name for this kind of thing. It was called stepping on your own penis. Well, I'm not going to use the word it's got here. The D word. Stepping on your own thing. I don't want to say penis because Joyce uh, has a problem with that. Penis and, yeah. and vagina. Let's get back to the poll here and see if we got 800 yet. 779. If we get 800 pretty soon, you got you got a shot. We're gonna hit Favorite a Johnny Depp movie? I hate Johnny Depp 118. Nobody's going to touch that. Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, 103. Donnie Brasco, 80. There's too many movies on here, man. He made a lot of movies. Blow, 72. Edward Scissorhands, 54. See, I never watched that because there's a whole bunch of those movies where he, like... You want to avoid the Tim Burton movies. Him and Tim Burton have this thing going on. He's in all the Tim Burton movies, and they're they're weak. They're very glitzy looking, but the plots are always weak. And how weird can we make Johnny look? Why why does somebody who looks like that want to look weird, you know? Well, not everything is uh, from your perspective, you understand. Let, Let me ask you this question. Go ahead. Movie stars, male and female, yeah. for years and years and years, haven't they wanted really attractive people? Not always, that, but usually to be the role. Ask, uh, Not ask just Bella because Lugosi. I'm some old fag, which is what you're trying to suggest. That's exactly. Which is no, I wasn't trying to suggest. Um, I was just saying it right out. Not like Bella Lugosi and all these other character actors who uh, you know do strange Boris characters. Karloff. Boris Karloff and uh, what's his name, Lon Chaney, senior and junior. You know, there's more to it what than just being a pretty face. I know, you know, which... Yeah, uh, but yeah. they weren't pretty guys dressed up as grotesque-looking care creatures. They were grotesque-looking guys dressed up as See, grotesque. He wants to be See? taken seriously, so he wants to do all yeah, these different roles. He didn't want to be just roles. another pretty boy. I right. don't know all that crap. But he is. Ed Wood, 53. Fear and Loathing in Vegas, 42. What's Eating Gilbert's Grapes, 34. Platoon, 27. But there's more of those sirens. Can you hear them out there? Man, it just never stops here. Wow, you hear it? I hear it. Don Juan DeMarco, 18, the Ninth Gate, 16, and after that, it's all it's all small potatoes. In fact, look at that. Before Night Falls, The Astronaut's Wife, The Brave, and Freddy's Dead, The last, the Final Nightmare, they don't have any out of 780. Getting close to 790. Let's have, just like we had the snooze cruise, remember that when uh, that also involved Dennis Collins at WNWS when they dropped the talk format, thanks to us at IOD when we forced them out of business, and Dennis Collins stood out front there and we were driving around on the air with a phone. Remember that? Uh-huh. I was talking on the phone back to the uh, on the air. We ought to do the same thing for a Dennis Collins. Don't have to travel too far. They're right across the street. For Joel Feinberg and Dennis. Bye bye, boys. Okay, you can take that 790 uh, crap. And then what's Barry going to have to write about when that's all gone? This is the Neil Rogers Show. Uh huh. Uh huh. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Rajansky shot me up Freud's last night Thirty cc's in my left cheek Rectum And it's gonna keep me on On a winning streak 
consistent of all the candidates last night on the Democratic side. Among men, he got, oh. and among women, he got zero oh. percent. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, little Dennis Kucinich, however, among men, he got two percent, and women, one percent. Little Dennis, mm-hmm. he's still in, though. Biden and Dodd, uh, they're out, but little Dennis is still in. I think the most telling stat. I printed out all these amazing statistics here from a CNN website. Nice job there, CNN. I just shut the TV thing off. You'll be okay. Stick to the website. Age by age. 17 to 29. Obama, 57%. Edwards, 14%. Swillery, 11 She came in third. 30 to 44. Obama, 42%. Edwards, 21 And Clinton, 23 She came in second there. Uh, 45 to 64, Swillery 28, Obama 27, Edwards 31, Edwards 1. And the only category where uh, Swillery won was 65 plus. She got 45%, Edwards 22, and Obama only 18%. You think that's because old folks don't want to vote for a black guy? Or maybe they just don't want change. Maybe they're like the old hack politicians like Swillery. Is that what it is? She's an old politician? Yes. Based she, on that's what? what she represents. She represents uh, the establishment. Yeah, but based on what? She's served as long as he has. I'm not talking about experience. I'm talking about uh, what she represents. Oh, old age? That's part of it. Okay. The Clinton era. The, I mean, we've had Bush and Clinton and Clinton and Bush forever now. Let, let's get somebody different in there, okay? Somebody with a different surname. And I noticed, by the way, that that... Damn, Bill Bennett. He had to go on there on CNN after the results were in, congratulating Iowa for uh, you know a state that's almost entirely white, and they voted for a black Democrat, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he has to make sure he mentions Barack Hussein Obama. Nobody else in the entire night mentioned his middle name. But he had to, like, not just say it, but, like, shout it from the mountain, from the rooftops. Bill Bennett, you fat pile of turd. Come with me to Woodbine, Billy. I'll show you where the real bad machines are. You fat tub. God, is he an idiot. See, it wasn't bad enough that they had Bob Novak. I said this yesterday, but it's the truth. CNN is the evil empire, man. They should only croak. Of course, what what is what do the Iowa caucus have? Why is that more important than what happened with uh, Brittany? It, it isn't. Why aren't we talking about that? The most that? important news. WQAM, hello. Charlie Christmas, my mommy. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Let's transfer this little political talk into a little Bill Parcells talk, will you? No. Come on. Let's talk sports for a minute. Get out of here. Bill Parcells talk my ass. Yeah. 20 hours a day, these lifeless idiots have this crap. And let's transfer. Who cares about politics when you got Bill Parcells and the fish? 
The rotten, stinking fish, as somebody I know would say. A little Bill Parcells talk. Is, is that, doesn't that make you just want to scream? Uh, I'm sure that was a crank. If you had asked him, what do you want to talk about, he would have said, Dude. No, it was not a crank. It, was, sure. it was not a crank He at had all. nothing. He had no. nothing to say. Well, that doesn't make any difference. That doesn't make him a crank. That just makes him a caller. That's QAM, okay. Bill Parcells line. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, what do, I have two things for you. What do, what do Miami Dolphins and WQAM have in common? Yeah. They're both cleaning house. And you're next. From the quarter slot guy. <laughs> From the quarter slot guy. <laughs> yeah, who's going to talk to you then, schmuck? Who's going to listen to your swill? WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Hey, it's uh, it's funny. I finally got a hold of you for the first time in a long time since you've been away and come back. But when George well, was what, what do you mean since I was away and come back? What does that mean? What's that? Since I was away and come back? When you were up in the... Toronto, and George would take over every once in a while. I told George, I said, you know, it's funny, George, you run your mouth when Neil's not there, but when Neil's there, you don't it's say chronic two words. Mm -hmm. This is the guy that doesn't understand the show, that one person hosts and then the other person does. Yeah. He made also this call doesn't before. understand the fact that I'm in right. Toronto right now. What, He's made this call, the same call before. Yeah. Well, what I don't understand, yeah. George, is that you, you run your mouth and you say all these things. Well, let me ask you something. Well, let me Christian. ask you this question. How many times do you feel it's necessary to make the same call? I'm, this is the first time I ever made this call. Everybody no, heard George, it. George just got through saying that you say the same thing every time you call. George, that's no, he, he cranks all the time. But this is the second time he said this thing. WQAM, hello. Yeah, who's this? Who are you calling? You called me. Right. Yeah, I called you my ass. You got a phone in there? WQAM, hello, yes. You know, he's absolutely right. He's a great. WQAM, hello. Everybody has a point. QAM, hello. Help me, Uncle Turkey Sacks. You're my only hope. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What's wrong with these callers, buddy? What do you mean by that? They're terrible. Hey. <laughs> that's, that's a novelty, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that was a great pick you had on that first horse yesterday. That was aesthetic, Neil. And what about the second one that won by ten oh, lengths? Oh, yeah, but the first one you What about the second one that won by ten lengths that I'm sitting here without a racing form, you schmuck? That was pathetic that he got left in the starting gate. He got left Are 50 lengths behind the field. How did he do? Oh, please. That was pathetic. Oh. You're pathetic, okay? Each and every one of you that calls not just this show, but that calls radio talk shows, pathetic. I have no life. That's right. Say it again. I have no life. But Jolly Joe, he likes the calls. Because, yeah, Jolly Joe. He's got that private investigator. He's going to be knocking on your door any minute. When you see a guy that's got a loser actually written from the top of his head to his toes, you know it's accurate. Loser. WQAM, hello. Y'all both, my friend. QAM, I'll bet. QAM, hello. QAM, hola. Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Now, I want to give Jason Jackson a chance for his show, but honestly, how can you hear the show when there's a freaking drum solo going on the, the whole two hours? You know what I mean? No, there's no I, I have no idea what you mean. There's either a drum solo or jazz going on in the background the whole time. So, really? You know, yeah, the whole time. You can ask anybody. Why? I have no idea. Yeah. What is that? Drums. No, but I mean, so, does he really do that? I'm not asking you. I'm asking Chris, yeah, who might actually Chris. listen to some. Um, that he has music coming in and out of break, but I don't think he has it underneath the whole time now. This guy sounds like a real Ojean provocateur to me. He sounds like an anti-jerks guy, which I can understand. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, sir. 
My question of the day to the American people is, is can we become bright enough to have Obama run the gauntlet for the rest of the primary season in a run real game? Run the gauntlet in the primary season, pardon my pawn. So that maybe, maybe we could have a real change in both the Democratic and Republican Party. How is that going to change the Republican Party, other than they're going to be out of office? That's the entire thing right there. Uh -huh. But the one thing that I do fear is that if Obama does get the nomination, he would have to take someone like a Bill Richardson to balance the West, and I'm cer not certain if that could be electable because of a guy like Huckabee. People don't run, uh, vote for vice president. I hate to break the name. They sometimes might vote against, like Jew Lieberman, but they don't vote for vice president. Bill Richardson, my ass. Now, there was a real pseudo-intellectual for you, although he wasn't talking about Bill Parcells, at least. That was good. Nice job there, sir. Didn't make any sense, but uh, excellent job. WQAM, hello. Hey, the tuna's in town. The tuna's in town. The tuna's yeah. in town. Kill him. Stab him. WQAM, Hello. Uh, how come Mankow's beating you, man? QAM, hello. Mommy works for the government. WQAM, I'm sure of that. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Um, I, I was wondering, um, as far as the issues go, what is it about Mitt Romney that, that rubs you the wrong way? The fact that he's a liar and a phony. Other than that, what, what else do you want to know? What do and you where's, mean, and where's magic man? underwear? Magic underwear? Yeah. What? What do you mean by that? Let me ask you, sir. Let me, who's older, you or Moses? Who, who's Moses? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. You only got to take about 100. Woo! To get a real doozy, baby. That was good. We'll get to Britney Spears eventually, but we got so many good calls. I'd, rather, I'd much rather take the calls and talk about that bitch. Britney's in trouble again. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? It's almost enough to maybe play. And how dare anyone out there make fun of Britney after all she's been through. That. 811 on the pool. You're going to make a thousand with this crappy she Johnny Depp pool. divorce. I can't she believe it. She had two kids. Her husband turned out to be a user, a cheater, and now she's going through a custody battle. Battle. She's going through a custody battle. 122 people hate Johnny Depp. That's that's tragic. That is the greatest indictment of this community I've ever heard in my life. That, can you even believe that? I believe it. How'd you like Chuck Norris there standing right on the Mike Huckabee's ass the whole time? Did you notice that? He's like the parrot on his shoulder. The biggest names. The best talent. You know, he's got Rogers, Huckabee's got Chuck Norris. You rocked out to Guitar Hero. Now, it's time to take it easy with Soft Rock Hero. <laughs> Top score on air supply. Dude, you totally don't rock. Soft Rock Hero is the video game kids love to play and mom loves to listen to. Time to take it to the next level. You're going to play Toto? No. Softer. Dan Fogelberg? Softer. Ambrosia! Woo! Soft Rock Hero has all your light favorites like Gloria Estefan, Poco, Kenny Loggins, and the king of soft rock himself. Hey, I'm Michael Bolton. Think you can be as big a wussy as me? We'll find out. Soft Rock Hero. The game is hard. The music, not so much.
And certainly not the artist. I'm dying over here. Not Dan Fogelberg anymore. It's uh, 1117 at 560 WQN. Let's keep these great calls going, man, until 2 o'clock, till the Jason Jerk Show comes on. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. So who was it that said he hates him like poison, Zach? He didn't say he hated him like poison. He said, I'm done with him. He's done? Yeah. Bod done? Like, don't bother me anymore. Like uh, Mickey, yeah, Mickey and Eisner? Bad done. WQAM, hello. Dale. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Just wanted to tell you that guy was right about Jason Jerks. Meaning about what? The, about the bongos in the background. Why is that? Because he, he plays some drum while he's trying to talk. Stupid. Oh, he's playing the drums or they're playing music in the back? He's no, playing no, the drums. They're playing like a drum solo, like bongos yeah. or something while he's trying to speak. It sucks. Well, maybe that distracts you a little bit from uh, the crap that he's saying. Well, that's true. It's maybe probably that's better than what he's saying. There you go. See, they, we're not that stupid. Well, I guess we are. Joe Zagaki sucks, okay? So Joe Zagaki is the shadow program director. Until this day, I never had any clue, and it never really even dawned on me. Because I never realized that Joe actually spent much time inside the building, although he doesn't really have to because he's with Clarence at all those ball games. Yeah. Were you aware of this? How long have you been aware of this? I uh, found out about it officially yesterday. We were all talking about it. and uh, But, you know, you kind of felt it. You know, you're we up were in talking Toronto. about it yesterday? For what reason? Just, you know, chit-chat. What was the first part of that? Chit-chat. <laughs> That's what my brother said. QAM, hello. Brittany ain't squat. I did her. Yeah, you wish. QAM, hello. My name is Joe. And finally, okay, dial tone. Thank God. That's an improvement on line nine over most of what it is. I, they had a real head of steam there going for a little bit. Didn't you notice? A little bit. And then it just kind of petered out. Yeah, Moses guy to call back. Yeah, the, Mo, the old Moses guy, the guy older than uh, Abraham and Solomon. My God. 567. I wonder who dialed the phone for him. 567 0560. Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. South Florida's out of materials, not even 1130 yet. That's a bad omen for the rest of the show today. How's Chris doing on his poll? 827. You're going to do it, mister. That, that shocks the hell out of me. I told you. I never dreamed we'd get 1,000 votes on this turkey poll. It's not a bad idea, and I'm glad I made that lady happy, but it blows. Well, WQAM, hello. Alan Coates is my... WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Neil? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. A possible great moment they pulled the plug on when you could have talked with the Shoemeister? What, what does that mean? They, well, you were on I the... I didn't want to talk to him. I was talking to Hank. I was wishing Hank the best and saying goodbye. Oh, the three-way would have been great. I would have talked to Three-way would have been great. Yeah. You have a three-way with Shula, okay? Good luck to you. Sounds like you want it. A, ch a chance to talk to the brainstem. See, this is the problem with you people, man. Anybody that's part of this sports fraternity, oh, well, he's somebody important. Who the hell are you, Neil? You've only been on in the market for 500 years. Who the hell are you that you think you ought to be uh, saying goodbye to Hank, that you were asked to call in, by the way, when Shula's on the phone? Oh, it's Don Shula. Well, excuse me. If it's Donnie or Danny, then we everybody has to clear out. The brainstem. A man with such an ego that he had to put on a whole dog and pony show with ESPN and NFL films to make it look like he retired on his own, even though they fired his ass. WQAM, hello. Hello. 
Yes. Yeah. The libertine. You don't have the libertine on your poll. Yeah. The best movie, uh, Johnny Depp made. Love your show. Cheerio. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You could tell George, because the Christians, you guys are now off the air. How does he like that one? You want to interpret that? I, I wish I could. George, for the Christians, that you guys are off the air. Uh, all right. Mm -hmm. Are we off the air? Not that I know of. Maybe, I know maybe of. just in Christian homes we're off the air. Oh. Maybe the Farbis and Goyim have turned us all Oh, gee. And why should I tell you that? I, I don't know. Uh, but you better. We're off the air. Okay. WQAM, off the air. Hello. Hey, Neil. I just had a uh, statement for you. Good luck getting your phones in 2009. That's when AT&T loses its contract with the uh, Bell South employees. So pretty much all the lines are going to be cut because they want to cut our pay and our benefits. What does that mean, the lines are all going to be cut? Um, basically, all the techs are going to go on strike, including the cable repairmen, and pretty much they're going to take the phones with them. Okay, well, good luck to you. Good luck to us. On 2009, I'm not worried about that. I'm an old fart. I'm, I'm worried about getting up tomorrow morning. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Okay. Good deal. If, if they do take you off the air... Whatever they do with you, wherever well, so you're So what, what are you talking about if they take me off the air? What does that mean? It mean what, what, what does take, take you off the air mean? It's, it's self-explanatory. If you're not on this radio station anymore, wherever you go, I hope you're on satellite radio or something. So I can I'm not going to be on satellite radio. I have, a year, I have a year to go. Why are we talking about this now? I have a year to go. This well, is you know, the 4th fourth, fourth of January. This is Miami. We're Cubans. We exaggerate everything. Yeah, I know that. With their hands especially. Mm -hmm. oh, well, you know, uh, we're Cubans. I mean, you got one right next to you. Well, he's half a Cuban. He's no, not he's really not off. right next to me. He's 1,200 miles away in Miami. But he's next to you in heart. Mm -hmm. Huh? I said, have a great weekend. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Hello. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You have like a cheap equipment, like an echoing sound. Did they ever tell you that? Anybody ever call you in and say... Well, this is the same guy that was called before mm -hmm. about George. Yes. Intercom. Anything else on? you want to bitch about? He's crazy. No, like You're a crazy intercom. person, sir. Get yourself some assistance, okay? Get yourself some mental help. You're the greatest, Neil. Check yourself in somewhere. Yeah, I'm the greatest. And guess what? You ain't. 567, the calls are especially good today. I'm enjoying this. Especially the guy that's uh, older than Moses. Maybe I, mean, I should have said Methuselah. Who? Right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. A great night in Iowa last night, and these people are really whipped up. Can we can the political talk for just a minute and talk about Parcells? <laughs> no. 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 Talk to Jack's jerks about that at two o'clock about Bill Parcells, okay? About the big tuna, the big Kahuna and the big tuna. QAM, hello. Yeah, can you keep on? Uh... The senile people a little longer. Though. It's older than Moses, man. They're great. QAM, hello. QAM, with the radio way up in the back. Hey, hi, Neil. How are you doing? Okay. Great. It's great to have you on the radio. Um, hey, a couple things. Um, that, that weird guy that calls in to pick on George because he doesn't talk while you're on, what's he, an idiot? I mean, it's unbelievable he can't figure that out. <laughs> He's an idiot. 
He doesn't understand the show. He's just a moron. He's just a Schmidt disturber. Don't you understand that? Why are you trying to rationalize? Make sense out of an idiot. That's a good point. Okay, I'd like to talk about movies. Neil, have you seen Eastern Promises yet? Never heard of it. Oh, it was just out like last year. Had Viggo Mortensen. It's it's uh, about a little a story about the Russian mafia in London or something. If you have a chance, you should check it out. Or George, if you have a chance, check that out. It's awesome. Eastern uh, Promises. Eastern Promises. Yeah, it was just out last year with Viggo Mortensen, and um, I wasn't sure I'd like it. It ended up being spectacular. Very well written. Very well acted. Great story. That kind of thing. And Neil, with you, I want to talk about a 40-year-old movie I caught for about the first time in a long time, um, Godfather 2, the other day. And what struck me was at the end, I thought I knew how it ended with him sitting in a chair, reminiscing kind of thing, but I would forgotten about that last five minutes when it cut to him reminiscing way back when uh, uh, Godfather's birthday. And what amazed me was the James what, what Todd. Movie are you, what movie are you talking Godfather about? Godfather Part 2. Godfather Part 2. Part two, okay. Yeah, in that movie, James Conn is in that movie for like four or five minutes, and it's staggering the energy that he brings to that film or mm-hmm. in that character or in that role. I didn't realize it so much the first time until seeing Godfather Part Two, how good he is in that role. Because in Godfather Part Two, when he's only in that movie for those last few minutes, he just is so electric on that screen. It's it's amazing. So I just want to. you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Pally. A lot of energy from James Conn. That's back when he was younger and not uh, like old and beaten up like in uh, Misery. Mm-hmm. Well, he that's what beaten. happens to all of us, man. Sooner or later, we get old and beaten up. Blasted. What's your initials, Neil? N-R, eh? It's a Canadian thing. 567, look at that phone, man. It's going in spurts and fits and starts today. All of a sudden, it was blazing, and then it stopped. Maybe when the uh, seven-minute delay catches up, maybe then they'll start smoking again. You we'll, think? we'll wait. Yeah, we, we'll wait. we got nothing but time, man. we got lots and lots of time before the Jason Jerk Show. I started to mention this before, and I think I interrupted myself. Strictly a cost-cutting measure again, like everything else that Jolly Joe does. Was that? Lou Hank out, so they saved his salary. And mm-hmm. instead of bringing in somebody to replace him, they just moved Mad Dog up back to 4 to 7 again. And they mm-hmm. uh, took the guy off the morning show, which they were already paying, and stuck him into 2 to 4. So there's nobody new on the payroll there. There's nobody to replace Hank, and they're just saving the whole salary. Yeah, but now we got this new guy coming in from KC. To do 9 to midnight. Uh-huh. Well, what's that got to do with what I'm talking about? Absolutely nothing. In other words, you tell me they're going to pay him the big bucks? Is that what oh, you're trying to tell me? Well, obviously, uh, Kansas City's where um, Jason Whitlock, I think it is, is that they supposedly talked to. So I guess we didn't have enough money for Whitlock, but so we'll take this other guy. Are you knocking management now? I don't do that. I let you do that. Next thing you're going to be doing is knocking Jason Jerks. 
Nice talking about the fact that Zach don't want anything to do with him. He's finished. He's had it. Done. That's little George that starts all these rumors. What? WQA, QAM, hello. Oh, my goodness. QAM, hello. I have one more year to call. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. QAM. Yeah, QAM. How's your friend Hank Goldberg doing? Maybe you'll both wind up in the grave. You're going to beat us both, I guarantee you that, you old fart. You senile old turd. Go open your neighbor's mail and do something constructive. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, great show as always. Uh, listen, in honor of the Humper, you think we could get uh, Hank Goldberg's a hippopotamo? I know it's a shame that it was quest, but uh, would that be... WQAM, hello. Hello, screenless. QAM, hello. Hi, hello, hello. WQAM, our last call. Hello. The Trouble Life of Britney Spears. Well, that was a nice experiment. Let me reach over and shut that baby off. Give it a rest for the weekend. But it's sure, like you said, killed a lot of really good time. Sure. That's what we're here for, like Sonny from the market said. Not for a good time, just to kill a lot of time. That's what Sonny said. I can't believe you're going to do a 1,000 votes on this horseball poll. Wow. Nice going there, Chris. Well, thank you. Eight-something. Uh, eight 50. 8.50. That's, uh, what's his name? Steve Lappa. Just remember, if he puts it on the air, it's going to fail. That's what Norma Kent once said. Everything he touches turns to swill. Nice going, by the way, Norma. You really got some heavy-duty crap going on. Everybody who ever did a talk show, even that bitch that used to be on a Karen Kay, and who was the other one? Who was that other sow that they had on there for a little while? Brooke Daniels. And, had, and they were crank calling us from Portland or somewhere. Don't you remember that? Oh, no. Yes, you do. Her husband think. or somebody was crank calling us from Portland to try to promote her show. She was syndicated. That wasn't uh, like uh, the, the husband and wife team, comedy team. They ran a comedy service. They did? Was that them? I, I don't know. Well, I have no idea who husband you're talking and wife about. Well, I don't know who you're talking about either, so we're even. Well, good. But uh, well, the point I'm trying to make is that all those people were either are or were syndicated. They were like at 200 stations. Pop had Jenko, I got Norma. Hey, Norma. You fairy. Oh, my God. Send me some money. Send me some money. Remember, Norma, uh, he sold his fag newspaper, and he was all set for life. He had enough money for the rest of his life, and he's going to... I do remember that. Oh, yeah. Send me some money. Well, uh, do something, okay? Do something really constructive now. Make something happen. Give, give me an offer, even like five cent. I, you know, I don't even have five cent on the table. I have nothing on the table. Zero. I'm entertaining offers. I'm putting Neil on the market. I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, Elliot. I'm uh, the greatest, and I'm a genius, and I'm Norman Elliot Kent. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. What was that other guy's name? <laughs> the Trouble Life of Britney Spears had a new chapter when the intoxicated pop star was whisked away in an ambulance. After police were called to her house to help end a nearly three-hour custody standoff involving her young sons. The 26-year-old pop star was taken to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center. Entertainment Tonight report on its website today. Cedars spokeswoman Simi Singer, S-I-M-I, Simi Singer, said she could neither confirm nor deny the report, citing patient confidentiality laws. Right. Officer Jason Lee of the LAPD told City News Service that Spears appeared to be under the influence of an unknown substance. He declined to elaborate. No injuries were reported. Spears was conscious late yesterday when paramedics took her out of her home in a gurney. Several, 
Several police cars escorted the ambulance out of the neighborhood, followed by dozens of paparazzi. Officers were called to Spears' house around 8 p.m. to respond to the custody dispute with ex-husband Kevin Fiedeline over their sons, 2-year-old Sean Preston and 1-year-old Jaden James, Lee said. By about 10.30 last night, six police cars, two ambulances, and a fire truck had entered the gated community that includes Spears' house. Several police cars were seen in the area earlier in the night. Spears turned over the children around 10.50 last night. Spears and Fiedeline have been involved in a long and very public ugly custody battle. Fiedeline's temporary custody of the children because Spears, who has limited visitation rights, has defied court orders. The two were married October 2004 and divorced in July. Trailer trash, baby. If you want to know the definitive picture of trailer trash, look at these two. Here's an old picture of her, boy, when she was really hot. She looked really good there when she was blonde and looked uh, had that, that youthful, uh, fresh-faced look on her face before she became a total basket case they were all supposed to be all whipped up about. Ask me if I care about Britney Spears. No. no. Will I ever care? No. no. Don't care, don't want to care, don't know from it, can't stand it. And just like these people hate Johnny Depp. When you listen to the calls, if you're like visiting South Florida for the first time or maybe for the first time in a while, and you're listening to the show wondering, who are these crazy people calling in this radio show? That's South Florida. Just like our poll here. Oh, by the way, Jay Leno uh, killed Letterman. Did you see that? I saw. And the writers say he violated rules because he wrote his own material. Well, who the hell was supposed Ooh. to write it for crying out loud? God forbid because he's you also be a original. the Writers Guild. More drama for Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> All right. More drama for your mama. And there's a picture that's showing her being rushed, uh, dragged out on the gurney. They're schlepping her. Oh, brother. 866 on the pool, and uh, what's your favorite Johnny Depp movie? 127. It's getting close, though, now. Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, has 122, and I hate Johnny Depp 127. A battle to the death. We hate him. Whoever you put on there, we, we hate them, and we hate you, too, Neil. We hate George a lot, especially George. Mm. Even Chris we hate a little bit, but not so much, because he's small. He's small potatoes. Just wait. George. George, we hate. In fact, we ought to put that on there. Who do you hate more, George Rodriguez or anybody else in the world? You know? uh, there you go. I'll win. <laughs> Hands down. Friday, you bastard. Way down south, where the mugwumps go to hang from trees and play banjo. You got some who own a station on newfangled radio. <laughs> now as North Carolina goes... Raleigh's a big city, you know, and that's where the Beasleys had to go for Jolly Riley Joe. A new GM, he'll do what he can. Shake your hand like a friend, then quickly walk away. Absolutely. They had Joe go to 560 with ratings and the toilet bowl to get those. Flaming sport homos in order and control. And then so, Jolly Raleigh Joe, a buckular and in the know, he lets Mo go. And here's what blows, gives Geldy his own show. He'll make a big change and rearrange. It's worse or the same, he hasn't done a thing. For what goes on the air at two, Joe don't have a stinking clue about a poor Matt that essentially blows sport all radio. The GM of 
five, six, oh, jolly, rolly, Joe. Oh, and the exciting news is the engineer is coming into this afternoon to fix things that have been broken here for like five, six months. Excellent. Better late than never. Right. So let's see, in that article, Damon Amendolara, that doesn't sound Jewish to me at all, you know? The guy, the no, guy that's bringing in the new nights? Yeah. Damon Amendolara. So maybe he'll work cheap, number one, and number two, he's a goy. So therefore, he's got, you know, two of the criteria sure. already uh, on his side. You're hired. You're hired. I was just discussing the pattern with the beast uh, during that break. The pattern? The Holocaust that's going on here at the station. Yes. And? They got this big oven in the back. Just stoking it up. I think Joe Zagaki's got his hand in it. Joe Zagaki sucks, okay? That's what I'm thinking. Turncoat. How could you turn on the humper? Joe and uh, Clarence turning on the humper. I mean, turning on me, I can understand that, because they all hate me like poison. I'm not part of the sports establishment. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yep. Hey, Neil. Yes. Hey, brother, I love you, man. I love you. You guys got the best spots. I'm certainly going to miss you when you're gone. And when mm. you play that, that crazy laughing uh, sound, it, it absolutely just I almost drove, drove myself off the road yesterday. Did you? Well, uh, give it a better try next hey, time. Hey, I love you, bro. You're doing a great job. Okay, Thanks, love brother. you, too. Bye-bye. Love you. Love you. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes. Yes? Who's this? Who are you calling? Call Larry. Larry? Yeah. Larry rhymes with you fairy. That Larry? Yes. Larry whom? I think I have a wrong number. Good. I think so. Thank God. I'm, I'm positive of that. Could have had more fun with that guy. Come on. You could, should have said you were Larry. I got news for a dead ear is more scintillating than the sound of that voice. <laughs> Jesus God. Get yourself a personality transplant, sir. WQAM. Hello. Can I have your autograph? QAM, hello. Still got that number for Tanner? <laughs> Bill Tanner. Here's a guy that wants to be Bill Tanner's boyfriend, I guess. Oh, look at this. Where did this come from? Somebody just faxed to us. See, we know nothing mm -hmm. about what's going on. An article by Mike Berardino. So it must be in which paper does he write for it? Herald of the Sentinel, Sun. What? Sentinel. Sentinel. Hank Goldberg's exit is sad loss for South Florida Sports Talk. It says, well, this is great. That's for damn sure. It says, Rick Patino cut short his Louisville basketball practice just so we could call in on New Year's Eve. Pete Rose put down his racing form long enough in California to place a cross-country call to his handicapping uh, compadre. Don Shula, Pat Riley, Jimmy Johnson, Butch Davids, Kevin Lockery. Even Neil Rogers called in but was blown off in favor of Don Shula. They all called in to pay their respects to one of the legends of South Florida broadcasting, sports broadcasting. For a guy who didn't want a tribute show, Hank Goldberg sure enjoyed quite a send-off from WQM earlier this week. And you know what? He deserved every minute of it, says Mike Berardino. Think about it. How many hours did we spend with Hank through the years as we sat and rush our traffic on I-95? How many morning debates around the water cooler began with, do you hear what Hank said? He made us angry. He made us laugh. Most of all, he made us think. <laughs> hey, stupid! I didn't really want a big deal, but once it got rolling, I was pretty thrilled, Goldberg says. Now that the salary dispute has ended his three-decade run as the king of local sports radio, it was really a nice thing. Goldberg, 67, wasn't always nice to his callers, especially the ones who dared to say something he deemed stupid or bigoted. Two generations of local sports fans grew up fearing they might be called a putz or a jagoff by the men they called the hammer. Don't suffer the fools. 
That was Hank's motto, one of many tips he picked up from mentor Larry King. Uh-huh. During that Talk Legends days at WIOD in the early 70s, Larry was a lot more gentle with people than I was, Goldberg says. Yet getting chewed out on the air by the hammer was almost a badge of honor. Even Dr. Richard Kramer, the Coral Springs-based dentist, loves to talk about the time Hank yelled at him after a post-Super Bowl call that somehow went awry. Guess that's why my friend Slice Dennis never called the weekly baseball show I did with Hank the past six summers. He uh, didn't want to get reamed out again. But he still listened. We all did, says Mike Berardino. For 30 years plus, we tuned in to hear and see what Hank had to say, whether he was at WIOD Radio or WTVJ-TV or on ESPN, where he will take an increased workload now that he no longer has a South Florida gig. The reason wasn't just the A-list guest he paraded across our radio dial or some sports version of Stockholm Syndrome. It was the fact Goldberg, more than most modern hosts doing sports talk, understood the vast difference between opinion and informed opinion. Whether it was the Marlins' endless push for a new stadium, the behind-the-scenes machinations at the University of Miami, or the Dolphins' latest coaching search, the hammer knew how to bring it. That was Shula's main point during his call to a man who once co-hosted his radio show and handled radio analysis on Dolphin broadcast in the 70s and 80s. Shulo talked about how I could back up most of the things I said, Goldberg said. I wasn't just somebody who got on the air and said things for the sake of saying them. He wasn't the father of sports talk in South Radio. That was Luther Evans, who had a show in the early 60s, even before Sonny Hirsch got rolling that decade. Luther Evans on WKAT. He was there when I was at KAT, I believe, just on the way out. And now he's dead. George. Yeah, and? But Goldberg was definitely the one who upped the ante, the one who kept everyone on his toes. There was a Cosellian quality to his work in that he, too, was never afraid to tell it like it is. Suspensions? There were four of those, starting in 61 when he ripped hurricane fans for failing to show up for a big game with Penn State. That led to a discussion of whether Miami deserved the Dolphins, and not even a frantic call from his boss and benefactor, Bill Vines, could get him to simmer down. Bill Vines, what an a-hole. Oh, God. Bill Vines, who sat me down at IOD before they later, before Disney later hired me and said to me, Oh, don't you want to, wouldn't you rather be like Sandy Payton and have everybody love you? I said, No, because if everybody loves you, that means you're boring, like Sandy. Anyway, that weekend, uh, weekend Goldberg went on NBC's national pregame show with a young Brian Gumbel to further discuss the controversy he created. This was long before the current generation of first taken around the horn and overheated sports debates in which the gestures have overtaken the philosophers. There's a lot of noise out there, Goldberg said. What Shula said is very true. There are a lot of guys out there that just want to hear their own voice. For more than three decades in these parts, we were privileged to hear the hammers, writes Mike Berdine on the Sun Sentinel. Well, nice going there, Mike. It's about time somebody wrote something good about the humper now that they shoved his fat ass out the door. <laughs> God, unceremoniously after about 100 years. They, it's, just, it's just not right, you know. It's another thing to want to change direction, another thing to want to run a cheap-ass outfit, but do it with, with class. Treat people like a mensch, like you've got some respectability, some gratitude for the people that built this place to what it once was before the current management came along and basically butchered it. Butchered it. I mean, now it's like it, it, it was one thing when the sales department was a revolving door, and now it's the on-the-air is like a revolving door. Oh, here's this one from uh, in the morning. Here's this one in the afternoon. Here's this one two to four. Here's this one four to seven. And just uh, like moving the pieces around on a chessboard over and over and over again. The audience, their, their heads are spinning like Linda Blair and the Exorcist, like a freaking dreidel. Don't say dreidel. It's a Jew thing. They get upset about that. Do you think? 883 on a pool. I can't believe you're going to do 1,000 on a giant death pool. And the bad news is, oh, look at that. It's within one. What's your favorite Johnny Depp movie? I hate Johnny Depp, 128, and Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, 127. 
It would be nice if the uh, an actual movie came out number one as opposed to I hate. We're sick and tired of South Florida hating everything. Start liking something, okay? I don't know what. Uh, yeah, like like George. I like hate. Uh, like George. Cozy up to him. Start liking him, even if you hate him. Start licking him. WQAM, hello. I'm here all day long. Yeah, we know. QAM, hello. <laughs> hello, uh, this is Larry. Have I received any calls? Yeah, hey, Larry. I yeah. Got I got a suggestion for you. Is this a service? Get a life. WQAM, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Neil. I, good I, afternoon, I, sir. Good morning. Good morning. I, I still remember that show you did with Johnny Depp about 25 years ago when he was living out of his uh, out of his car. No, he wasn't it, living out of his car then. He was telling about how he was living. No, he wasn't. Uh, he was doing 21 Jump Street. Maybe I was living out of my car. But uh, there could be the, it. The point of my call, this, uh, the Hank, Hank leaving the way he is, is just another... Another nail in the coffin of this area. We're losing another national treasure, the last few that we have down here. It just really seems me it's part of corporate America. That's the way it is. Uh, I know you say you're going to be back on another station. I'm not so sure. Uh, I hope you are. I've been listening to you well, for 30 years. What does that mean you're not so sure? Well, uh, what, what, what motivation do you have? You don't need the money. I would sure think. I do. How, how do you know how much money I need? Well, I know you make a couple million a year. No, I don't. Okay. Three million, according to Ali. Yeah, Brecker. according to Ali Brucker, I make three million a year. Everybody's got you know picks numbers out of their ass. I don't make no two or three million dollars a year. Well, I hope I see you back, Neil, with the rest of us poor schleppers. Uh, don't go. You're always the left, buddy. Okay. Thank you, Neil. <laughs> Everybody's an expert on my life, on your life, and of course they—they oh, yeah. have no life. They have no life, so well, you know, they got to be an expert on somebody's life. Jesus, God Almighty. No, Ellie Brecker said I'm making like 70 million a year. She needs serious help. She needs to be put out to pasture, that old bitch. Don't ever send me another text message, Ellie. I'll have you picked up for stalking. This is Brandy Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Ricky, 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 Dream that, or did that really uh, come across my TV? I was taking a nap late yesterday afternoon, and I would swear that I heard come over the TV. Ricky Williams is going to be invited back for the Dolphins next season. Did I hear that or not? Yes, you did. Oh, my God. When, when are they going to have enough? When is enough going to be enough already, for crying out loud? It's tuna. It smells like rotten, stinking mackerel to me. God. WQAM, hello. El Negrito Garo. Yeah, back See. to you. Speak it English. WQAM, hello. 
Hello? Yes. Neil? Yes, I am. How you doing, Neil? I'm doing okay. Hey, um, as far as the sports talk goes, sports talk is terminal, but the Humper and Mad Dog, they seem to make it palatable. For some reason. The reason that people, I've said this for years, the reason that people listen to them is because they listen to the personality. Not just because they were talking about the same crap that 800 other guys in the market are talking about. And they're passionate and they're real and they're not afraid to speak the truth about the team. Yeah. That everybody's so hot about. But you know something? Maybe that's one of the reasons why the Humper's not on the station anymore. Do you ever think about that? Well, then Mad Dog will be soon to follow because he doesn't pull any punches either. Well, he better uh, watch his P's and Q's, baby. And as far as the ball goes, Neil, how about a hate ball? What you hate the most in South Florida? Okay, great. Mm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. It's just it's just amazing to me. What what has happened? What has happened? I, it once happened in a while, slowly I like over a the years. Of clarity, and I think about those days back eleven, twelve years ago. You know. And I'm not saying that it was always great. I mean, there were plenty of these kind of days there too. But back in the day, there were actually people who had something to say. Remember those days? Mm-hmm. People who called up with a uh, real conversation. Now it's uh, I have no basically life. that. Tuesday, primary in New Hampshire, where we just got through with all the... Can't, can't you tell the excitement about this? The one call that we had that even mentioned anything about the caucus in Iowa last night and about Barack Obama winning, and Mike Huckabee was the guy that said, oh, let's uh, Schmidt can the politics for a while and talk about the parcels. That was the caller who even acknowledged the fact that anything happened last night. Let's talk about Bill Parcells, about the big fat tuna with that wrinkled up puss. See, I, I hope that they improve on this past season next year. You know, I hope they do, Chris. 0 and 16 would be good. No. Perfection would be great. Don't hate. I do. I enjoy, enjoy your team. I despise. They're not my team. They're your team. No, you're the Miami Patriots. Dolphins. Not my team. I'm talking about your That's Patriots. That's Baldy. Baldy is your buddy, baby. Yeah, I'm talking about your Patriots. You enjoy them. You know, let us have I will, a, and I do, and a five, I six, continue. seven win next QAM, year. QAM, hello. Hey. You yes. know, it wasn't that long ago we were buddies. Yeah, not, not. <laughs> yeah, you should do something. Yeah. I guess the uh, drugs are starting to kick in. the first time you ever said anything funny. QAM, hello. Barack Obama sucks. <laughs> WQAM, hello. I saw the hell you were living in when I found you. Right. In Hartford. Right. I saw that career. Right. I saw where you were living. Hey, all passed through. All right. Very good. <laughs> Who, whose tape is that he's playing? What was that? I have no idea. Oh. WQAM, hello, nor do we care less. QAM. Yeah, hey, Neil. Yep. I find it funny that uh, Giuliani's down here pandering in high for the Cuban vote, and uh, I think he's miscalculating because uh, none of the uh, born-again rednecks are going to vote for him up in the north. They're all going to go for Huckabee, so he doesn't have a chance in Florida either. Good. Yeah, good to hear. Good hey. rubbish to bad rubbish. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you think the Panthers, I mean, any chance this year? I mean, they're struggling. Da, 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 da. Yeah, let's get some hockey talk going. Do I think the Panthers? No. They won a game last night against the Leafs, by the way. Absolutely sucked in Pittsburgh. Just embarrassing. When are the heads going to start rolling, huh? At the Scare Canada Center. Boy, talk about falling into a bucket of crap, huh? I don't know if we have to say much about this. Look at Crosby. No, there's not too much to say about it, except the Leafs suck. 
Okay, and the Panthers won't make the playoffs again. But other than that, and nobody cares, and nobody shows up there. I like the uh, Montreal game when 5,000 of the people in the stands were Frog fans. It's a pretty sad commentary. That's one of the reasons, Joel Feinberg, you should have known in the first place, Mr. Hotshot. You should have known in the first place, it's not a sports market. You could have opened up a real talk station and made 790, which once upon a time was W. Snooze. You could have made it like a real talk station and buried this place. But, oh, no. It's the obsession with sports. And he even said on the show he's not a sports fan. Remember that, when he called in that day? Mm -hmm. And humiliated and degraded himself? Not as much as when he beat up his girlfriend, but almost. You're a loser, Joel. Let's face it. You lost a lot of daddy's money. The lease is coming to an end. You're uh, on the way out. And uh, Dennis Collins is left with another turkey. Attaboy, Dennis. Let's bring back W. Snooze. What do you say? Do it. Bring back uh, uh, Alice Rantel and Mr. Ego. Who else? Steve, uh, Stan Major. Joyce Kaufman. No, she was never on there. Oh, no. Barbara Studley. The real Barbara Studley. WQAM, hello. Jim Manuel, kick your ass. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's your take on Parcells? Retire! <laughs> yeah, that's my take on Parcells, exactly. Retire, Tuna! That's my take. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Good to see Barack uh, win that caucus last night. The one I felt bad for was Bill Clinton. Can you imagine how miserable his life's going to be living with that bitch after she Yeah, lived? he looked really sad uh, standing behind her, trying to, trying to act enthused on the podium there. He looked really... And wasn't that... Uh, what, what's her name? That was Madeleine Albright standing behind her. Oh, uh, yeah, Madeleine... Yeah, he had his whole crew... His yeah. whole crew there. Mm -hmm. Oh, that poor guy, his future is, I think the uh, thing that was most interesting is they all pointed out that there was nobody in that hall like a half an hour before they showed, before they announced that she was coming down, and then they filled it up with all the cronies. Yeah. He was smiling, but I, I don't know. That was like a smiling like gas was uh, boiling in his belly. Could be. <laughs> Thanks, him. Good luck to him. Okay, good luck, Bubba. Yeah, that was bad. See, one thing that she didn't understand, America loves Bubba, they hate her. That's what she doesn't get. Am I right? Right. Just because they love your husband doesn't mean they like you, honey. They hate you like poison. They can't stand you. And neither can he, obviously. WQAM, hello. <laughs> QAM, hello. Jim Defeaty on WFTL, baby. Yeah, and? Jim Defeaty, WFTL, baby. Jim Defeaty, WFTL, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Maybe, baby. Yeah, and? And? What is he going to be getting paid by the pound? Is that it? Jim Defeatus. There, there's another South Florida invention. He's like the modern-day Greg Budell. They make a big... I don't know who this guy is that keeps writing all that, this, these puff pieces about him. They must be doing something. Like that thing that uh, somebody faxed us this morning. Won't help. It won't help, uh, Steve Lappa. He still ain't going to have any number. Nothing you put on the air gets a number on 850. Nothing. Bill O'Reilly don't get a number. Mad Cow, he don't get no number. Nothing gets a number on that station. Well, they get a number. Oh! WQAM, Hello. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. WQAM, hello. Hello? Hello? Yes? Yeah, I got some straight answers. Hello? Yeah, straight answers to what? I called December 21st and asked for some straight answers. Yeah. I think I was in... To him, and straight I answers to straight answers to what? 
believe that that George fell I cut it off. He's going to get a straight answer from you. Oh, no, he's going to get an answer. Not a straight answer. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil? Yes. How you doing, buddy? What's okay. up with all these callers today? It's even worse than every other day. Yeah, well, I'm not enjoying it. Good Lord. Anyway, back to politics. So, uh, who's going to win Republican? Who's going to win Republican what? The nomination? Who's going to be in the Republican race against, you know, President President. Who's going to run for president? Who's going to be in the Republican race against the president? <laughs> Stick to making sounds, okay? You're much better with that. Stick to what you're capable of doing. Having intelligent discourse about politics or anything else uh, more intellectual than Britney's ass is uh, not, not, not possible in South Florida. How's Chris doing? I know. Look at that. Looky, looky, looky. Here comes Cookie. That's what Rainier used to say, and I still don't know what the hell it meant. Looky, looky, here comes Cookie. Remember him saying that? All the time. Yeah, and now he's dead. It's really sad that he's dead, but you know something? He was a textbook example, and Hank's another one now. Although Hank, I don't know. I think Raniere got screwed over the worst. They just had signed him to a new deal. He'd been on in the morning for 100 years. His ratings were still pretty good. A little older, yeah, old. And they were making money on the show. He had spots up the old... Uh, up the old canteen oh ass but uh oh no we've decided to go in a different direction and then they did the same thing that these people are doing one thing about radio management man no matter where you go they suck they absolutely blow they don't know what the hell they're doing that's the one consistent thing they haven't got a clue mess with success if something works change it if somebody's good fire them if somebody gets good ratings, say, oh, it's not about ratings. I mean, that, that line that they told Hank, that's just hysterical. It's not about ratings. No, it's about running a cheap-ass operation and try to be a big hero for the company and show them how much money you're going to save them. But in the meantime, an empty log ain't going to pay the bills then either. Not going to cut it. So what do you think about Mike Huckabee? You think we can turn, bring, save uh, the country from, uh, for Jesus? Mike Huckleberry? Mike Huckleberry, that's right. Huckleberry Hound. Oh, look at that. The Dow is down 142. Wow, wow, wow. And now they're talking, just like I said the other day on the air, now they're saying this uh, spring, four bucks a gallon for gas. You ready for that? Can you handle it? Yeah. You better get you a bicycle, man, and start uh, cycling to work every day. Four uh, bucks a gallon for gas. Thank you again, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. You put your name. You lunatic. You and your Saudi boyfriend. 560 QAM. The sports leader. John. Holy cow. Aaron's coming. Down a mountain road in a rundown shack. You got your good brother Billy riding half his back. Goes to sell up freight in a Christian way. After hanging up a feller that they thought was gay. Fly your flag like a rebel, cause the South's gonna do it some man for its head. Bell and Daisy May are both chomping at the pit in the fine church, going dresses lickety split. At the first Baptist church of the Nassau Green, they got the lad drinking out that fed up me. So fly your flag like a rebel, cause the South's gonna do it to me for its head. All right. So freak out, spin like a dreidel, get, get down. down. Breathe as much as you're able, move around. Your baby sister looks good, be proud. 
And do like Jesus would Fly your flag like a rebel While the South's gonna do its event For its head And it's just that says It's Christian run Well, you know they cater only to the inbred and dumb Can't spell a word that figures in Ford Based the votes on who invokes the name of their Lord Education is the devil And the South's gonna do its event For its head Judgment Day is coming down the track before there's time with them good old boys and gals taking their lives. Can't get any dumber than Southern Pride, praise Bush, Robertson, and Chuck Jesus Christ. Be proud. You're a 25%er, be loud. When debating a dissenter, look around. Four brown holes the gender pull down. Your pants to three more kin, have another but pay because that's gonna do it to me. Or it's a Twelve eighteen at five sixty WQM. Every time I see John Edwards, I just can't get rid of that. Is it just me? Or am I the only one, or do you have to what? feel the same way? I can't get rid of that feeling about his uh, Yahooism. His Yahooism or uh, his drawing. Uh, no, Yahoo, no, you're uh, right. But remember, that's not necessarily a negative to other people. I don't care. I know, but we want somebody to win. So, in other words, you think he's a more viable candidate than Obama? Yeah, because he's not black. Yeah, because he's, he's a, a Yahoo. He sure helped Kerry in 2004. Not, oh, please. Not. Please. Please what? Cracker, please. To blame him for what Kerry did or didn't do? I'm not blaming do? him. Well, I'm just telling you, he didn't help him a lick. He didn't lick him. He, he didn't do anything. He just sat on his ass, and I think that's the way Kerry wanted it. Remember that? He wasn't even campaigning. He is a drawling, yeah. drooling. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's done anyway. He yeah. doesn't have the money. He's all done. I mean, he's moving out of New Hampshire, well, but he's going to finish right there. Now. And so he's all done. Go Barack. Right, exactly. And she's done, too. I mean, she would never admit it, but no. she's finished. She even lost in women. That was going to be only the yeah. old women voted for Swillery. The that that article you were reading better. we were talking about, oh, if you don't like bitches. Hillary, you must be a you know, misogynist or something, a sexist. Yeah, sure. I must have some common sense and see through her uh, phony facade, through the veneer of uh, invincibility and inevitability and unelectability. She's just uh, too polarizing. Like I told you many, many times, people either love her or hate her, and there are just too many people who hate her. When, if she was running against uh, a moo cow, they'd vote for the cow, I'm telling you. And probably the moo cow might look a little bit better, too. She's, she's not looking too good these days, Swillery. Not that she ever did. Right. At least the daughter now, Chelsea, she's starting to look human a little bit. You know what I said? A little yeah, bit? Well, better than before. Oh, I know. With that frizzly, I want to be like mine. Couldn't have gotten worse. Oh, my no, God. They gussied her up. Well, it's just this whole thing about the U.S. We've got to have some... And then I have to laugh. Howard Dean comes on last night. He must have had something. His punch spiked or something. And he's talking to one of the talking heads on there. And he says, well, uh, you know, they asked him his opinion about Huckabee. He said, yeah, it really is astonishing that, uh, you know, a governor from a small southern state. And, of course, meantime, who else from Arkansas got elected president twice but Bubba? And what, what big state is uh, Howard Dean from Vermont, you know? These people talk such crap. Garbage. Not to mention Wolf Blitzkrieg and Candy Cowley and that big, fat Bill Bennett. I'm going to tell you, I, I want to take a crowbar and just jam it through my big uh, Samsung 46-inch TV when I see Bill Bennett on there. What a what a tub of lard. What a jackass. Barack Hussein Obama. Yeah, say Hussein a couple of more times, you fat turd. God, does he suck. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Yeah, now, please. Speaking, please. Uh, yeah, 
Bart from the hotel pharmacy. Yeah. 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 Remember the well, let me ask you something. Every time you call, is it you have to refer to the call about the hotel pharmacy? No, which has been out of business for 40 years? Yeah. Do you remember the Ollie Burger? Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. still around. Yeah, good. Bye. Go good get luck. one and shove it up your uh, ass. Do you remember the Ollie Burger? Go live in the past. Go live on the bay. Go to Neal's on the corner of Alton and whatever that was. Get out of here. All these old cockers living in the past. Do you remember this? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember when you were alive, too, sir. It's a long time ago, but I remember. I bet you don't. Nope. All the old... I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about him. Oh. All the old farts all the time. See, I thought when I'd get to be this age, I, I dreaded the fact that I might get to be like them. And But I did always say I would never be like that, and I won't. Just because you're chronologically a certain age, that doesn't mean you have to behave like that. Like some kind of a miserable old fart. Hey, Neil, uh, Hotel Pharmacy, remember? Yeah, me and Larry King, we were there uh, ripping off uh, old ladies. Good God. A lot of old farts today. Maybe the election woke them up last night, or maybe they uh, spilled their bag in the overnight hours. Maybe their bag froze up during those couple nights of bad weather. How's the weather? It's going to be 80s there this weekend. Unfortunately. What do you mean by that? Unfortunately, what's wrong with that? We were enjoying this night jacket. Get weather. out of here. You were enjoying freezing your ass off? Oh, Come on. please. Meh. <laughs> it wasn't that cold. It's minus four. No, it's pretty nice toasty here. We're going to be all the way up to minus three, and the sun is allegedly... There's a little sunshine out there, a little blue sky. Minus three is what? Minus one is um, 30. So about 26, 27. Not so bad. No snow. And this weekend, all the snow is going to melt well, Sunday through Tuesday because it's going to be like 50, 50 degrees. And you know something, you're right. When it gets to be, in fact, I'll be honest with you, when there's no wind, and I know it sounds ridiculous, when there's no wind and it's about 30, about man. It's, it's pleasant. Sure. It really is. When there's no it's wind. It's invigorating. Right. You feel like a lie, right. you know. WQAM, hello. QAM. Can't do it. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going, buddy? Okay, sir. Hey, Neil, I've been a, a long-time listener, about 10 years. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. always driving on the road here in South Florida. And from 7 to, well, re just recently, from 7 to 2, you guys have been my entertainment, uh, along with Big Dog and, and yourself. And now I see why you ripped this guy and ripped the management and Joe Bell and everybody's involved on the swill that they put on. Mm -hmm. Why would they change Mad Dog to 4 o'clock? To save money. Yeah, I see that now. Uh, but why, I mean, why, from two to four. Jesus I know it, it does Christ. leave you kind of speechless, I know. Jesus I mean, it, it sounds like... You know something? Radio. Jesus Christ could probably do a better show between two and four, I would think. It's like karaoke radio from two to four. You know, I was going to give him a chance, you know, since I gave Bo and Kenya a chance, but... You know, that blew over. All right, now tell me what that's all about, karaoke, because they had a couple of, because uh, I don't listen, so I have no idea what all this sound well, effects is going on. What is example. he doing? I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Uh, when you go on break, um, you or anybody else will, will call out the time, and, you know, there's, a, there's an etiquette to that. Yeah. You know, uh, this guy will just, you know, be talking, all of a sudden, boom, he'll come off the air, and all of a sudden the, the commercial will come on. And you don't even know he's on break, or he went on break, or he's going on break. What does that have to do with karaoke radio? Well, I mean, it's just, he's got, like, the other call said that there's a, there's music in the background, like these African drums. Uh, oh, now we're going to make it into a racial thing, huh? No. African no. drums. It's, it's a racial thing? Jazz. It's jazz, like. baby. Don't be saying African drums. They're going to come after Here your African ass. African drums. 
complete with African cricket. That's what they play? No, that's what I play. Oh, yeah. So, in other words, you're talking about the exit uh, stuff. No, 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 no. He plays jazz music, apparently, uh, a lot. While, like, under... While During the talking. show? Yeah, that's what, that's what I was told. Oh, my God. I, I can't believe this. For, for what purpose? To look cool, because it's jazz. You know, jazz makes you cool. In case you hadn't heard. You've got to be yanking my leg. I wish I was. A lot of Harry Connick and stuff I hear. Harry Connick? Yeah. Harry Connick couldn't sing his way out of a paper sack. Nevertheless. I see. I thought it was a sports show. It's not a sports show. It's a music show. I, I don't know. It's a sports and music show? <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. 925 on a Johnny Depp pool. Pirates of the Caribbean has moved into first place, thank God. 142. I hate Johnny Depp, only 132. Thank God. Donnie Brasco, 90. That's the right answer. Yeah, let's start doing that. That kills some good time. Ooh, kill us right. Right from now through December sounds good. It's Friday, you bastard. She once was the Attorney General You fairy When she was in charge It was business as usual She's one tough woman And let me tell you that's noble Or maybe she is Well now all of the Democrats Are loving her Ever since she said She might run for governor well, there's just one question I'd like to ask of her. Absolutely. Why do you shake, Janarino? 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 Well, you gotta lick a bush if you wanna take control. Right. Oh, what do you think? About what? Play music in the back. I like it. Play it in the front. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> you know something? You have almost tempted me, and I'm almost being the operative word, because i got an important heavy lunch date this afternoon. Almost uh, tempted me to listen. Almost? I, I just I can't understand that. I mean, are you, are you really uh, making this up, or is it the you know, You know, I do have a good imagination, but yes. not that good. Well, who told you this? Beast? Somebody who's actually heard this. But everybody Beast concurred with everyone. He was just the first one to say it. Yeah. Because when, when he heard us talking about that African drummer that the callers were calling up with, yeah. he came in to clarify, and other people verified what he clarified. He, they verified what he clarified? Aye, laddie. Wow. And, and how long does the music go on? In other words, it goes on the entire period of time? I don't know. I, I understand. The whole he, segment? Uh, I guess he's got it going all the time is what I hear. No, all the time. A lot of Harry Connick. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty. What's wrong with Motown in the back? We're in the Nothing. She said. And at least on this show, we got the jingles. CKFW Motown Sound. 
right? Right. We got jingles to go along with our music. Maybe it's a format change. They just haven't told us yet. Oh, God, would that be great or what? Absolutely. Music. All the hits, all the time. Like Mo would say, all the crap, all the slime. Isn't that what he would say? If he were still here, which thank God he's not. What do you mean, thank God? I mean, would be great in two to four. That's what I mean. Like the old days. Okay, let's take a couple of calls. QAM, hello. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You know, Happy New Year, by the way. You know the thing with Jason Jackson. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil. How you doing today? Okay, how are you doing? Good, good. This uh, this music behind the talk, is this the same guy who had a show after uh, Dolphins games? Would he run post-game shows? No. Not I don't think so. Yes. I don't believe... He was? Yeah, he was doing Dolphins post-game. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I don't know oh. why I don't listen, so I have no idea. He was on the Dolphin post-game. Why, why do, would you ask? Oh, he stinks. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, at least I have you, and I still have the Mad Dog. It's a good day. Okay, good. Good day? Thanks. You. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's the matter for you, huh? What's yeah. the matter for you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, douchebag. <laughs> he called you a douchebag? He too, schmuck. He said I was a dootsy bag. Something like that. Or a tootsie roll. I can't believe we're going to get a thousand. I keep saying that, and I really mean it. It's just such a crappy pull. Don't you think I should, like, send Eric something tomorrow for the weekend? I don't want to leave this up there all weekend. Why not? Yeah. Why not? You know, there are only certain kinds of pulls that are good enough to qualify to stay up there for three solid days. This is not one of them. George agrees, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. Weak. Chris, though, being lazy and fat, you know, I mean, I'm lazy and fat, too, but not, not as lazy and fat as you are. Okay. Although on the fat part, I'm catching him. I, I, I didn't. Did I mention on the air about that Dreamfields. I told you off the air before the show. Yeah. And I'm really disappointed. I must have done something wrong because before I was eating that stuff by the truckload, and not only wasn't it good, but it, I still went out and got ice cream. See, on top of that, that's the flaw. What do you mean? You're not supposed to do the ice cream. Well, on I know top that, of but it, it, it didn't uh, satisfy my uh, desire to put the for ice cream on the because side. it was crab, and I had a, a big, high, humongous bowl of it. With low-carb uh, sauce. It tasted really grainy or something. I don't know. Maybe I got a bad batch. WQAM, hello. Jesus, dude. WQAM, hello. Hello, I'm DeLeo. Yes, sir. How are you? You should okay. put a poll most hated. Like, they have most wanted in America. It should be most hated in America. It should be that hate between GW and Boldy. Let me ask you something. How many marbles do you have in your mouth? Just couple. Okay. Swallow them. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil. We're going to report that last caller to Joyce. Yes, sir. How you doing? Maybe okay. I can explain this to you. Jason Jackson's show is two hours long. Mm-hmm. Under his voice for the two hours, Neil, the entire show is either jazz or a drum solo. But oh, a drum my solo, God. But a drum solo from like a rock concert, not African drums or anything. It's like a drum solo, you know, it's going, it's going, there's cymbals, drums, cymbals, something like the Godfather song. That During you the entire show? 
The entire show, Neil, is crazy. I'm trying to find a drum solo. But, it, but it's, a, it's an entire drum solo. It's like listening to Anagata DeVita or something, the whole show. Yeah, well, that would be an improvement, I guess. All right, maybe I explain it to you, Neil. Okay, Bye. thank you so much for just for ruining my life. Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Now, they're both dead, so I guess uh, they're not making any new music, Marvin and Tammy. Yeah. What a shame. But uh, they don't have to be alive if you're going to play in the back. Right? Let's try it. Only real loud on it. Until the needle just goes off the pin, you know, and just uh, crumbles in half. I don't think you can do that. I think, uh, I don't know. I used to have a guy who worked for me in Kalamazoo on WTPS, which is now a Florida station, by the way. They call it as they stole them. And he used to, like, oh, just open the pot wide, you know, and just lay the needle on the pin. And would, just, uh, would you like huh? to hear what? Would you like to hear the drums? You got them, please. Oh. You know, I, I never thought you could tell me something or do anything that would make me want to kill myself right on the air. Hey, it's on after you, so what are you worried about? And that's not the point. The fact that it's on period is just part of the overall demolition. Now, let's start playing the bongos now, man. Go with the bongos. Now, that's the actual music that he plays underneath the, the talk. Absolutely and, correct. Sir. Even when there are guests on, does he have guests on the show? I do not know. Well, how could he have guests on the show and have that music playing in the back? Wouldn't the guests be kind of taken aback? Yes, actually, he does have guests. He had Frank Haith on yesterday, I remember. Okay, and the music is still playing while the guest is talking? I do not know. Well, let's find out. Okay, that's enough of that, please. I can't handle no more. I can't take no more. Kill it. Can it. <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> where, where did that concept come from? Who, who came up with such an insane, such an idiotic... Uh, huh? I'm pretty sure it was him. Mm. We could do this too, you know. Oh, sure. We can just let it go. After the break. Let's let the drums go solo. You know something? This is the truth. I'm going to tell you something right now. Joe Bell needs to be in a straitjacket. We need to find a rubber room. Too late. He needs to be in Cuckoo's Nest, okay? Where's JP? Uh, whatever his name was. Where's uh, McMurphy when we need him? Mac. Where's Mac when we need him? When I get done with her, she won't know whether... We are working for a crazy man, a crazy person. Like that. Out of the 
I am not gay. I never have been gay. Six thousand dollars, you fairy. Uncontrollable oily discharge. One of the hardest parts of my job is to connect Iraq to the war on terror. <laughs> Love me and agree with me. <laughs> Eat it for the humble. You fairy. Hey, she is a handsome woman. This were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> Just so long as I'm the dictator. <laughs> I am not gay. I never have been gay. Gay, 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 gay. Not gay, not gay. Gay, 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 gay. Oh, hey, that's a good-looking guy. Gay. I hear the voices. Voices, 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 I'm a commander guy. the moon the night and our culture is advanced beyond all that you can possibly comprehend with 100% of your brain that's how we define common article 3 what did Iraq have to do with what? the attack on the World Trade Center nothing oh god why didn't anybody tell me oh my god my insides are on fire no, no, please. No more. No more. No. Get the phone. Call 911. Okay. Okay. I think it's all gone. I think it's... I don't want it. I don't want it. Peter, I need you to hold my ears. And how dare anyone out there make fun of Brittany after all she's been through. She lost her aunt. She went through a divorce. She had two f***ing kids. Her husband turned out to be a user, a cheater, and now she's going through a custody battle. All you people care about is readers and making money off of her. She's a human! Her song is called Give Me More for a Reason because all you people want is more, 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 more! Leave her alone! You're lucky she even performed for you, Leave Brittany alone! When is it professional to publicly bash someone who's going through a hard time? Leave Brittany alone! Please! Leave Britney Spears alone right now! I mean it. Anyone who has a problem with her, you deal with me. 
<laughs> you fairy. Don't hate me, bro. That's my favorite part. Anyway, at 1249, huh? those are a few of the sounds mm-hmm. of the last year. A few of the great sounds of 2007. And I sure hope the bread was unleavened. 5670560, come on, let's have a gigantic last hour of the week, man. It's going to be dynamite. Oh. You'll see. It's going to be big, huge. I have such a, I have like intestinal cramps. Really? From what you told me about the thing with the music in the back. I, I, I know that you're getting a lot of uh, verification yeah. on this. I still can't believe it. Well, believe it. I don't want to believe but it. But see, here's, here's the point that you might not be thinking about. Yes? It doesn't matter. He's still talking gump, and he's still not going to get an audience. Oh, I never thought about that. It doesn't matter what kind of thing. He can be setting the world on fire with music behind his this, voice. It's different. Yeah, and it's not going to matter. It's moot. He's still I talking see. about games other men play with men who want to talk about that all day, and nobody's going to listen to that. Hello. Uh, Jason Jerk Show, man. It's the skizziest daddy Scooby-Doo-Rap-Bond. <laughs> 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 right. Maybe that was Mel Torme calling in. What do you think? From no. the other side. The Velvet Frog. The Velvet fr- a Frog, yeah. WQAM, hello. Bufo. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. What's up with Walker, Texas Ranger, having his nose deep inside Mike Huckabee's rectum? Yes, yeah. They're they're joined at the hip. Yeah, they definitely are. I heard it's getting them both sore. Keith Soberman was saying that last night on MSNBC that it's actually helped him with the younger generation, the older generation. Yeah, with all the older Nazis, yeah. All right. Take it easy, Neil. I love you. Okay, see you. Yeah, there he is right there, Chuck Norris, baby. I'd rather see Gordon Norris and not with Mike Huckabee, though. You know Gordon Norris? How about Pat Norris? How about Charlie Norris Jr.? Hey, Charlie, over here. Hit him again, Charlie. Oh, up in the air. What a shame. I think you're addicted to the track now. I might, I might be. Basketball, Mike. What? I might be. This guy is good, by the way. This guy in the fan. You know what really helps me enjoy the track? What? You know what really helps me enjoy the track? What's that? Getting paid to go there and free food once I get Getting there. Getting paid to go there, free food, and once actually winning a couple of bucks. Not yeah. many. If they could arrange bucks, that, something like yeah. that. I'd go there all That's the time. That's pretty good. And, and where's, my, where's my cut? I know who needs half of that uh, chicken neck. If you could have heard the sound on my phone yesterday. I'm just sitting there watching TV, minding my own business. The phone rings, which my phone doesn't ring a lot because not many people have this number, thank God. And... And he has a bad, bad cold, a hundred times worse than what you ever had this last time here. And it sounded like he was like in the bag, like it's Boca. So, just the sound of the two words, so depressing. Oh, WQAM, hello. What's up, Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing? Happy New Good. Um, question for you. By the way, I mean, I guess nobody. The phone's busy all the time, and nobody has a damn thing to say, huh? That's correct. That's been going for about ten years now, yeah. Yeah, well, that sucks. Uh, keep up the good work anyway. But um, I had a question for you and George, uh, two sharp minds like yourself. Do you guys uh, invest any of your money, like in stocks, 
or real estate or anything like that? No chance. I pitch pennies. I already went through that once. I don't uh, play that game anymore. No. Downstairs is an alley. I lose at Woodbine. I pitch just, pennies. Just gamble. You got you got more chances gambling, huh? Well, at least you get a little entertainment anyway. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. I'll let you good guys go. Good sir. Just I remember, fool and his money are soon parted, sir. Don't do it. Don't do it. You were a young man. You have your whole life ahead of you. Don't do it. Take me to the foot of the George Washington Bridge. Let's take a look and see how it's doing today, okay, if the S&P is down, which I already know it is. Oh, boy. There are fewer rounds of golf. There's the gambling channel. They're talking about golf. S&P is down precipitously, 23 and a third points. The Dow is down 178 plus. The Nasdaq's down 67 points. And oil is sitting there, 97.73, just bubbling under $100 a barrel. Bubbling under. And they're talking four bucks a gallon for gas this as early as this spring. Thank you, Mr. President, again for the great deal. All the dead people and the low gas prices. Thank you for butchering up the world and making everybody hate us like poison. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I need some advice. I'm yeah. right in the area of Pompano Park. Should I go in there for half an hour or return to work? I'll hang up and wait for your answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go in there in the tea room, sir. Sit down and tap your toe a little bit. Shove your foot over under the stall next to you and tap your toe a little and see what happens. Maybe one of those good pies. Maybe Jim Noggle will be in the stall next to you. You never know. WQAM, hello. Hey, how are you doing? I, okay, I'm, sir. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had access to a radio this morning, so uh, I, I'm sorry if you've already talked about it. But yeah, I value your opinion. What do you? Uh, what's your take on Barack Obama's victory yesterday? Do you view that as a good thing or, or? Well, because I support him, I would have to see it as a good thing, wouldn't I? But, well, yeah, I mean, I I, I support him too. He, he, I think it's the greatest choice. thing since Halavan, man. I I, I agree. I just, I just I'm not sure whether the uh, whether the, the conservatives would be so sneaky as to try to prop him up because they think he's beatable. I mean, well, maybe I'm just being paranoid, but. You know, I, don't know what I got news for you, sir. There is no, and we saw it last night, there is nobody among the Democrats more beatable than Swillery, okay? She's the beatable one. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you. I'm, I'm relieved that she didn't take it away. Oh, thanks, I, God. Thanks, Neil. I value your opinion. Thanks. Okay, good luck to you, sir. We'll need it. A lot of new voters, a lot of independents, they broke the record. And, of course, it goes to show you the Democratic uh, turnout. There is going to be an uh, the, the public, people, living and breathing people under the age of 100, they're pissed off and fired up. I mean, the old farts, they're going to be dead pretty soon anyway. They don't care. So put uh, Swillery in there. She's a nice girl, you know, stupid crap like that. But the living and breathing people whose lives, hopefully most of it is ahead of them, uh, they're pissed off they're with this crap. This isn't the kind of world they want to live in. And so that's why they were motivated to come out in gigantic, living and breathing huge numbers last night. And he just crushed, he crushed her among the younger voters, crushed her, and among younger women, too. Swillery. See, this is mm -hmm. what happens when you assume, when you go in there, just like Howard Dean thought he had it in the bag. Mm -hmm. It's in the sack. And I still say so. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted that he won, especially by eight points. But the system there, that caucus thing, you have to be a crazy person. What word did you say? Caucus, Michael Dukakis. Scully. It's fine, Mr. Jackson. What's up, man? That's Jackson if you're nasty. Nasty, boys. <laughs> How you doing? You I'm, I'm doing good. Are we on the air? We're just going to spend some stories. Okay, <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see a light that says on the air. No, we're not on the air. <laughs> Thank you very much. We got, uh, got your boy freaking... I mean, was this just like a poker I'm game? I'm so glad. Like, I had to listen to Neil for like 30 seconds. 
And, of course, those 30 seconds are his listeners just boning me in the eight. Well, that's what happens. No, yeah, there's no two ways about that, it. Nobody has courage to tell somebody we're on a freaking ball club here. No. Well. It's unbelievable. They're all gathered here, and I see Craig Mish. Who else yeah, is I'm here? Yeah, I'm glad everybody's here. Everybody's Great. here. Hey, Craig, how are you? <laughs> he doesn't hear you. Uh, so, so what is this? You basically just gathered up the yeah, yeah, uh, you've added up the poker game, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. But yeah, call it the Friday Force, and we'll take three topics. Okay. Uh, we'll have one in the first segment, two in the second segment. Okay. We'll run it around. I'll create kind of an order so that we're not out of control. But okay. if you want to go over the top on somebody and start barking. I will do that to both yeah, of them. Because I'll just position the same issue okay. differently to everybody. It's, okay. You know, it's the McLaughlin group. All right, what do we... <laughs> on, on crack. <laughs> on crack. Well, on, on, with on fun, Heineken's and... With, with fun, bag, with with fun bags downstairs. Are you... Uh, yeah. What are the topics? Just, what are we doing? Burp. Spinning forward. Who coaches this team? Who okay. coaches the Finns? Okay. Um, second segment. That's the whole first segment. Okay. Second segment, uh, fix the heat. Oh, okay. Fix the heat. Okay. And then uh, real quick, we'll do a quick uh, round robin at the end. Who's going to win the national championship? All right, we'll do that. Those are our, those are our three. Sounds good. Yes, sir. Sounds My good. man. My man, you're coming through like big time. i got to send you a, a gift up top. Okay. Is that, is that the right spot right here? Okay. Ooh. Well, you know what? Oh, no, big head. <laughs> there we go. That's okay. I just wanted to make sure I got my melon in there. All right. Let me see. Ethan, talk to me, bud. I'm here with you. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm feeling you. We got uh, we got uh, Israel and Reynolds on the air. I think they're going to start uh, getting them on the line ASAP. All right. Sounds good. No I hear doubt. Allison. Uh, now you can see Allison over there, so she's talking to somebody. Okay. Give her a little teeny. Give her a little teeny bit so she can hear the show. Are you getting uh, you getting arrested for tax fraud? What's going on? What's that? No, you, you know what? I, apparently in 2004, which I think, where was I in 2004? Was I here yet? Yeah, I was here. Okay. Okay. Oh, you right now? You want, you want to get it? Okay, no problem. Okay, you can knock that out. So where's Allison? Allison, is there anybody besides this confirm? Is Laura Green going to come on? Okay, for this, for this moment, where I have to, like, do an open. You're too far away. I can't hear you, babe. Okay, so I can't, so I can promote the foursome, and that's pretty much it. Allison, I know you hate talking to the microphone, but I can't hear you. Okay, well, you, then you all need to talk to each other, because I can't give you an open without knowing who the guests are. You know what I'm saying? Are you with me, Summit? Okay. Okay, I'm not going to cuss any, anymore. I appreciate it. <laughs> We're done at, uh, at 3 o'clock if you want to come check us, or do you want me to just walk out? Okay, I appreciate you. All right. <laughs> There's a real low-key Barack Obama supporter who obviously hates Bill Bennett almost as much as I do. Hey, Bill Bennett, you're a tub of crap and a hypocrite and a liar and a phony. I hope you lose your ass, you tub of garbage. What did they need in there? They had like 85 other people on there. What the hell did they need him there for? For the uh, Nazi viewpoint? God, what a jackass. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I hope Barack wins because no one's going to vote for a black guy nationally. You guys are just mad George Bush won in 2000. Yeah, nationally. Nationally. Hey, listen, say hi to Fidel, by the way. Give him a big kiss on the ass. 
nationally. Learn to speak English, okay? And that's not like you just jumped off the damn raft. Pathetic. Nationally. Yeah, nobody's going to vote for a black guy. Iowa has like 70-some percent white people. There's almost no, and plus a few Mexicans that jammed in there. There's almost, there are very, very minimal black people in Iowa, and yet he won in a landslide. How do you like that, sir? Surprise, even though George agrees with you. Hey, I hope w not. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, the sad reason that Barack Obama won't make it is because he makes too much dang sense. He's too qualified to be president of the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. There's a guy who thought he was very clever. I bet you he worked on it all all morning long. He's been working on it. I've been working on the railroad all the live long day. Well, what is that song? I've been working on a railroad. I think that's what it's called, yeah. Oh, is that what it's called? That's or the, the old folks back home? Is that, does that, or, uh, is that a different Stephen one? Stephen Foster, baby. I wonder if he's kin to Foster Hewitt. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. It sounds like you've been in a very good mood this week. Any reason in particular? Why, you know, just the one that wants to know the story of my life? No, not any reason You've been laughing a lot and in a good yeah. mood. Yeah, good. Well, Does that disturb nice you? Yeah, it's nice to hear. Yeah, it's nice, nice to, to hear. hear. Okay, go back to New York. You fairy. WQAM, hello. I dream. WQAM, hello. Yeah, why did you say you would never go to a satellite? Because they're not going to hire me. They're not paying anybody any money. That's why. What do you mean they're not paying anybody? Uh... Other than Howard Stern, who's Look taking all the money from Sirius, there is nobody making any serious, serious Martha money. Martha Stewart. What? Martha Stewart. Yeah, you oh, can do Martha Stewart. That's heavy duty, man. I'd sure like to follow her. She's getting $40 million a year. Well, isn't that a sad commentary that they're paying that bitch $40 million? they got nothing left for anybody else. What about Oprah? What about her? She's getting $10 million a year. And what are you getting? I know what I'm getting, a headache from this call. WQAM, hello. Neil, what's up? Yes, sir. Question. You watch CNN over Keith Overman? I watched them both back and forth. Yeah, because Keith is my favorite now. I just, um, he's, he's really good. Yeah. That's all. Bye. See ya. Yeah, I watched turn back and forth. Chris uh, Matthews was also on there. See, you neglected to mention that. It wasn't just Keith Overman by himself. And the thing with Keith that bugs me is that, and I like what he says. I mean, he's the only, he's the great uh, white hope, you know, on TV. But it just doesn't piss me off that he stabbed Imus in the back, which I, I have great disrespect for people in this business who play games like that. But it also bugs me that he just, he tries too hard to be this, uh, I don't know, he wants to be a cross between himself and Jack Cafferty. He wants to be the curmudgeon. And he gets that uncontrollable, starts with that grin and laughing. It's stuff that's not even slightly amusing. Just, just a little bit too full of yourself, Keith. You're doing a good job, but a little too full of uh, crap. So I switched back and forth. Yeah, I wanted to see Wolf Blitzkrieg and the 85 commentators they had on there. Poor Donna Brazil, they didn't even let her say hello or goodbye, which is fine because she's, you know, she doesn't have much to say. She's but good buddies with Hillary. Donna Brazil. She's part of the I establishment. See. Well, you don't understand that. It's the establishment. Right. Birds of a feather drink from the well together. WQAM, hello. It puts the ballot in the box. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Hey, uh -huh. Hold up. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Kelsey the Neil? Speaking. What's going on, Neil? What do you got? Hey, hey all right. Oh, hey, no, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> Dumber than four particles of sawdust. That's you, sir. Look in the mirror. 
sawdust, four little pieces of it. Or maybe a piece of that, too. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. This is Chuck Norris. Yeah, Chuck. Hey, up, Chuck. That's what you make me want to do. <laughs> up, Chuck. He's glued to Mike Huckabee's side, man. He's like a Klingon. Always with that big smile, that exaggerated smile. Oh, listen to what Mike is saying. Oh, isn't he great? Oh, man, hallelujah. Uh, let's take back the country for Christ. Hey, Jesus, baby. You know something I do? I think we said this the other day. I do hope they nominate Huckabee, even though, of course, it's scary because he still would have the chance to win. But there's somebody that the public ain't ever going to elect. Remember when Pat Robertson tried his big runs? Oh, yeah. And the public said, oh, no, not a real crazy Getschke. Although they got one in there now, and maybe that's a good thing that they had the experience. 976 on your pool, you got a thousand licks. There's that drooling Yahoo Johnny Edwards who was speaking last night until I thought he was going to talk until everybody just collapsed. Ba, 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 on and on. Even his wife started like kneeing him in the nuts a couple of times. You know, that's the wife with the breast cancer, but we're not supposed to. Well, we'd right. like to be reminded about that a lot. I'm surprised he didn't mention that last night during his uh, speech, during his losing speech. Although he edged out Swillery, that was the good news. Oh! But they spent all of their money there and all of their time, and they kept saying, oh, if Edwards loses here, he's done. Guess what, Johnny boy? You're done. Wow. <laughs> hey, how you doing, honey? <laughs> this is Bill Clinton, the president of the United States, and this is my, my state of the women address. <laughs> I've known a few girls who thought they were pretty hot. But Billy's here to tell you that girl, you're not. They used to wear makeup and rip away pants. But when they looked at me, they were under my trance. Whoa, you think you're special. Whoa, you think you're something else. So, Paula Jones, you got a new nose. <laughs> that don't impress me much. <laughs> well, you got the She had a tape recorder that she kept on her phone And after she ate steak, she would bury the bone She got herself some lipo and a tummy tuck But she's still as ugly as a hockey puck Whoa! the trip got some surgery that don't impress me much <laughs> well you got the brain but have you got the touch now don't get me wrong yeah i think you're all right but that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night that don't impress me much <laughs> oh, i forgot me buddy oh yeah how about this next one a big chunky girl with a purple beret That damn gap dress nearly put me away Little secret meetings in my corridor I could have taught Wilt Chamberlain how to score <laughs> Whoa, she thinks she's special Whoa, she thinks she's something else So Monica, you lost 40 pounds That don't impress me much <laughs> well, you got the brains, but have you got the touch? Now 
would get a star. When she gives birth, I blink her offspring should hatch. Big old legs and an ass to match. <laughs> oh, she thinks she's special. Rectum. Oh, she thinks she's something else. Oh. So Hillary, you're going to be a senator from New York. That don't impress me much. <laughs> well, you got the brains, but have you got the touch? Twenty after one at five sixty WQM. We love you too, but we hate your wife. Nine eighty three on the poll. We'll get over a thousand with that crappy Johnny Depp poll. I'll put a different poll on there for the weekend. Trust me. I got something rather amusing to tell you. What's that? All right. Not not you. Well, I mean both of you. All right. Not, uh, but you must know because you just sent me the facts. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. It was. Well, I just had an email funny. from one of my spies. I don't want to mention mm -hmm. Brandon. Likewise, I got a text. Oh, did you? Sure. Yeah, I did too. And, and it's I got what he was ripping me. I got a text and a call. No, no, just. Oh, I didn't hear that part. That report. Oh, yes. I will keep order. I will keep order. Huh? Neil could... That's what he's saying. He will keep order. I don't understand. Could you please explain exactly what I was listening to on the Internet for about ten minutes? It sounded like backstage at the Jackson Jason Jerk show preparing to go on the air. That's exactly what it was. How that gets mm -hmm. on there, I have no idea. Chris will explain it. About how... Well, uh, explain it. Well, they had to... I'm waiting for you to explain it. If you give me a second. They're going to be doing interviews, I guess, that they can't do during the show... So we are the transmitter. The problem was the person who made us the transmitter didn't also make us the Internet. What? So, okay. We are the transmitter? Yeah, like this room is now going directly to the transmitter instead of being run through the board in the other room. <laughs> you, know they have to yeah. pot, you know how they have to pot us up in the morning? And sometimes they'll wait until like the last <laughs> second to pot us up? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, instead of that, we are going directly to the transmitter. <laughs> yeah. So what they like did we is... we were on Monday when they couldn't get the damn thing on exactly, the air. Exactly, exactly. Right. Well, they just, they forgot, the person who switched over forgot to also make us directly to the Internet. So the Internet was hearing the other room still. Yeah. So they were getting ready to do the interview, and people were getting an inside look into what happens off air. I will keep order. I will keep order. What does that mean? I don't know, but we're going to hear the whole thing at some point, right? We are? We're supposed are to, we? yes. Come probably, on, uh, Probably Monday. There Give it up. When we, heat us up. we are the world. When the world come together as Where's that coming from? Me. Why are you saying that? Oh, because Chris kept saying we are the transmitter and oh, we, we are, are the internet. Oh, we are. Yeah, we'll use it. Wow. 987 on the survey. Let's get that Johnny Depp over a thousand. He won't care. He lives in France, doesn't he, most of the year? Johnny, uh, with his France yes, stance? That's fact. Because he thinks the U.S. is a fascist, hateful, rotten place. Got a pretty good point or two there, Johnny. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I okay. guess you guys, were just, you guys were just talking about it, but yeah, I was going to tell you on your last break, we heard everything that they were talking about on the Internet. And what did he and say? Well, he did. He didn't have anything nice to say about you. I'll tell you that. Well, no. I, well, what did he say? Uh, I'm not going to start any controversy. Have a good day. Okay. See, they, he, he's just talking crap. He didn't hear anything. I mean, anybody that heard it, they would have told me what he said. I don't mind. He can take all the shots he wants. It's called Schmidt for Schmidt. Eric can uh, lift that out there. Come on. 
He can do what? Lift it. Lift it? Yeah. Cut and paste it. I can lift it. it, too. Can you? What's it sound like when you do? <laughs> doesn't take much effort. Let's see. Let me just check. Maybe I have another spy report on here. One moment, please. I will send you the audio. I know for a fact I heard your name in there, but the line was, I will keep order. I will keep order. I don't know what that means. Do you have any idea what that means? No. No, no Let's idea. just speculate all day long. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, by the way, what Jackson did say about you was that he did hear the bongo drums for about 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And he did say, oh, he says, you know, that guy just riles me up and, you know, and everything. So that's all. Oh, that's no big deal. I rile him up. Good. Let's rile uh, Jacks up. Okay, rile him up. All right. Oh, 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 oh. See, somebody, all you people, I'm, uh, I'll get the MS. I'll get the real story. But isn't there some way? Well, we don't want to put that on the ear on the because God only knows what he might say. See, this is part of the problem what's going on is that we got too many things going on at the same time, just like with all the ball games on the weekend and all those switches. Uh, we never did mention that on the ear, what got all screwed up on Monday. No. Was that there were a bunch of children in there again over the weekend, punching a button, yeah. a bunch of buttons that nobody ever dreamed ought to be touched, that are always in the same position, and they weren't, and so we right. couldn't get the name studio Some on Dip Schmidt through the wrong dip switch. Some idiot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's something that never gets touched. Right. It isn't supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, I got exactly. something that never gets touched. Yeah, well, well that's you know. your problem. Yeah. It is. Yeah, nobody can find yourself there. Hi, right, can I steal? Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, I saw the Iowa caucuses last night, and uh, Barack Obama is a nigger. Great. Like that's going to get on the air, right? But it, it does not. Of course not. But of course. No, not. don't start hesitating there, Chris. Like, oh, uh, he did that one day. No, 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 no. I was just saying it. Hemming and hawing. No, no, what? It got dropped. No. <laughs> yeah. Call up and say something really obnoxious and hateful, and you can be damn sure it'll be on the air. Not. Those are the real intelligentsia. You'll see, Neil. You'll see. Well, yeah. And, and not only that, but the engineer's coming this afternoon, and my dump point might actually work again sometime before the end of uh, the contract. That'd be a good poll, good poll question to take. What's going to end first, Neil's contract or the uh, technical problems? 988 on the Johnny Depp movie pool. Pirates of the Caribbean, first one, 152. I hate Johnny Depp, 137. That's where the battle lies. And Donnie Brasco, which is the right answer, has got 93. <laughs>
or go to selectquote.com. Select quote, refund, and refund. Get full refunds on your travel tickets with selectquote.com. Plus, the tax dollars will be coming out of your pocket. That was Native Americans for Life. Although the season is over, now is still the best time to pack your home and travel to meet the folks you see. Americans for Life, we manufacture easy-to-use accordion sets. We also feature impact windows and doors, tiles, and roll bars. We can arrange the budget any place you put it. Call 954-237-7083. That's 954-237-7083. And get out today and pack home safe. 954-237-7083. Travel to love. Americans for Life. Debbie? Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you get some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know what they would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm-hmm. Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. 
Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then yeah. upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um. My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Just Mommy. one moment. You, it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it puts license? the lotion in the basket. Uh, okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got that. my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to it puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? 9.95 on your pull. we got a half hour to get five votes. I think we can do that, even with Johnny Depp then. Now, let's see how many people said they never saw any of the movies. Let's see that. Never saw any? Uh, you got 20. it? 20. 20. See, that's a lot. That's probably a lie, too. Maybe they're blind. That's 2% of the whole uh, crowd. Never saw any Johnny Depp movie. Well, it's possible. Do you ever see any Sir Lawrence Olivier movies? Yeah, I'm sure. Did you see uh, Lawrence of Arabia? Yeah, with uh, Peter O'Toole. Peter's what? Tool. Liberal filmmaker Michael Moore says Thursday's Iowa caucus results demonstrate a deafening repudiation of the war in Iraq. And I would say you are... Absolutely correct, sir. If you're a candidate for president and you voted for the war, you lose. And if you voted and you voted and you voted for the war and you never once showed any remorse, you really lose, Moore wrote in an open letter to supporters. In short, if you had something to do with keeping us in the war for four-plus years, you're not allowed to be the next president of the U.S., eh? Noting one-time former Senator Swillery Clinton's stunning drop to third place when a record number of Iowans showed up at caucuses around the state, Moore said the former First Lady suffered because of her emphasis on the political calculus. I can't tell you how bad I feel for Senator Clinton tonight. I don't believe she ever really was for this war, Moore wrote, but she did and continued to do what she thought was the politically expedient thing to eventually get elected, and she was wrong. And tonight she must go to sleep wondering what would have happened if she had voted her conscience instead of her calculator. Moore praised former Senator John Edwards' surprise second finish in his call for complete withdrawal of U.S. troops from Iraq. Obama's victory represented a historic moment, the filmmakers said, and a turning point in the political force available to young Americans. I know that Senator Obama is so much more than simply the color of his skin, but all of us must acknowledge and celebrate the fact that one of the whitest states in the U.S. just voted for a black man to be our next president, he wrote. Thank you, Iowa, for this historic moment. Thank you for at least letting us believe that we're better than what we often seem to be. And we have so many young people come out and vote and vote for Obama. This is a proud moment. It all began with the record youth turnout in 2004, the only age group that Kerry won, and they came back out tonight on force. Among the top stories from Thursday night, Moore's view were the more than 230,000 Democrats who showed up to caucus, nearly double the Democratic turnout from 2004, and more than twice the Republican turnout last night. Moore warned Obama that Republicans wouldn't go quietly if he prevailed at the general election, and he questioned the Illinois senator's commitment to universal health care. So, Barack, you can talk all you want about let's put the partisanship aside, let's all get along, but the other side has no intention of being anything but the bullies they are. 
Get your game face on now, and if you can't, tell me why you're now the second largest recipient of health industry payola after Hillary. You now take more money from the people committed to stopping universal health care than any of the Republican candidates, Moore wrote. Despite what your answer may be, I was proud to sit in my living room tonight and see you and your family up on that stage. We became a bit better tonight, and on that I'll close by saying sweet dreams, and on that to that other totally white state, New Hampshire. That's Michael Moore's take. And uh, i got to be honest with you, a couple of these uh, faxes, that, that last one you sent me was very amusing. I'm not going to read it. No, but it might and be I, the case. It might be true, yeah. Well, at least that he said that. It's not the case that right. That <laughs> we know of. <laughs> <laughs> it had something I mean, you're all the way up there. Who knows what the hell's going on? What? Behind your back. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm pretty clever. I'm pretty creative, man. When yeah. you're desperate, you got to be creative. we got a thousand votes, Chris. There you go on this crappy Johnny Depp movie pool. Told so you. I guess it wasn't as crappy as I thought. It was okay. Exactly. It wasn't great. But I will keep order. Nobody's going to mess with uh, my uh, game gay plan. I'm telling you that right now with my gay agenda. I will keep order. WQAM, hello. Hey. Yeah. I'm Greg Bedell, and I'm going to conquer South Florida. <laughs> he's on a what? Dump it. I think he said, I don't know what he he's said. He's going to conquer South Florida. Oh, he's going to conquer. I thought he said something. Yeah, more. I know. Filthy mind there. Oh. Well, that's after reading that last fax about Jax. Yeah, Send us another fax about Jax. <laughs> So what's the story? Is that thing still going on on the Internet or, or not? No, no, no. No, no, no. It got uh, switched a while ago. What do you mean by that? See, I, I, I didn't up. understand. I didn't understand the thing that you were saying, and that's why George and I were both playing the snoring stuff in the back. Yeah. Because it was really ponderous. Someone didn't push a button that they needed oh, to. Oh, somebody didn't push a button again. We got too many button pushers, man, at QAM. So when a friend of the show let me know about it, I left to push the button. A friend of the show. I didn't know we had any. There's Barack Obama. He's the man. I told you that a long time ago. He is so heads and shoulders above these other uh, establishment types. Give him a big round of applause. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Wait before you go. All right, I'm going to... Yeah, they're going to interrupt the course because we don't want to give them too much air time. Let's put Mike Huckabee on there for a half hour talking about praising God and Jesus and the Yoshki and all that other uh, Goisha crap. Let's put that on. Let's put this David Gergen on. He hasn't had enough air time. But the election. Oh, see, there you go. See, who did they put on? What did I just say? Huckabee. Right. Got to see him again. And there is Chuck Norris with him again this time. Oh, that's right. Look at that. Chuck is uh, right behind him, underneath him. In fact, he's got his nose in Mike's. Rectum. Look at that. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, good one. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Something these guys don't think is getting on there is getting on there. On the internet? Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Why do I care? Well, I don't know. You guys always talk about not wanting it to get on there, and I'm just letting you know it is. <laughs> okay, thanks for the bad news. Okay, let me double check that, okay? You think it's not on there, and this guy says it is. Let's what is? see what uh, my correspondent Brandon says. Not that I want to mention his name. Now, he didn't send me anything new. I read his last uh, post there. Nothing new. So I don't think it's still. Uh, and you know what? Who cares? It's not. You want to know why? You, you want to know why I say that? Why? Because I will keep order. Neil God. I thought Christianity was fairy tale. Uh huh. 
This religious thing was not for me. Absolutely. They held a big convention. They let me in for free. I had no idea what I was about to see. They were speaking in tongues that made me a believer. It was kind of fun to stick it out of my mouth. Speak in tongues. They got me believing my tongue is weaving from side to side. And you will see who's compromising the American people's interests. Who's looking out for drug companies and insurance companies instead of you. Losing his voice, but obviously... Uh... Interrupting again, that bitch. That's that bitch, Carol Phillips on CNN. Take her out. The Lord will now embrace me. I clap my tongue to the beat. Now, whatever I do, he'll forgive me. Because now I speak in tongues. That makes me a believer. And I'm having fun. Playing around with my mouth. Now I speak in tongues. Yeah, they won't let Barack speak on CNN. They give him about ten words, and just when he, he's at a rally in Concord, New Hampshire, by the way. I just thought I'd mention that in passing. And he will win New Hampshire, you'll see. Guess what I found. What's that? Where all the sports writers went. What do you mean by that? The part of the uh, feed that was on the internet, mm -hmm. that was them getting ready for a Friday segment where he has Ethan Skolnick, Tim Reynolds Oi. from the AP, Tim Reynolds, and then um, Israel Oi. Gutierrez of the Herald. On, like, Israel Gutierrez from the Herald. Israel. All on a round table. Yeah. And that was what the people who were listening to us on the Internet. Well, it's a good thing it's the round table because they tried the square table on Kenny and Bo, and look what that did. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's, what, that's what everybody was hearing when, uh, you know, they weren't hearing us for the four or five minutes. So, And? And uh, so th no one's really totally sure what was exactly said, so we'll Is find out. Is keeping order, I hope? I yeah, hope well, you know, that's what we're wondering. So we'll find out when Eric sends us the, uh, the feed, and we'll know. No, Al no Alex Marvez? No, I guess not. No, um, who was the other one? Back in the day of Kenny and Bo. Well, anyway, here's the facts. Did George die or something? Right here. You don't want to no, be talking about this. What am I going to say? Talking about what? The sports writers. You better get with it, Mr. I am with it. You better Trust get on the me. team. The fact is, hey, Neil and George, the fact that Obama won, and on top of that, by a decent bar margin, gives me hope. And here, I mean, some of you people need help. It says, Huckabee is a moderate Democrat in wolf's clothing. <laughs> moderate Democrat, Bible-thumping nutcase. It says, I think we should hope Romney gets a nod because I think most people can see through him. I think Huckabee would be harder to beat in the general. Right. Anybody who isn't a born-again, in fact, he finished fourth among those who were not born-again Christians in Iowa last night. Huckleby. What do you call him? Huckleberry. Huckleberry, yeah. Huckleberry Hound. Thank the Lord Joe Rose got rid of J.J. It says he's absolutely unlistenable. He is stale, but he thinks he isn't. George was so right earlier when he longed for motor return. You guys tweaking that old bastard with some of the best radio ever. Doi, 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 doi. 
The reason they put J.J. in that slot is so the program director will have a job down the road looking for his replacement, same old. No, that's not the reason. The reason is that he's already on the payroll, and they just, uh, you know, don't want to pay two people to do one show in the morning. It's part of the massive cost-cutting uh, bloodbath at QAM. We don't want to pay anybody not, and we're cutting that payroll. And, of course, once they go out of business across the street, then they can hire, like, all, all the people that are in that room right now around that round table. That'll be the staff. And thank God we have somebody to keep order when we put them on the air. That will be the staff. Plus, we might bring Drew Rosenstein back a little bit and uh, Alex Marvez. Oh, Alex, you're so great, Alex. Oh, Remember those days? You don't because you didn't listen to him. That's right. I did. Well, I had to because I'd be sitting here in the morning waiting for you to show up, and I'd be uh, potted up, and there would be. Oh, Alex, would you please come back tomorrow? Of course, you're on the payroll, Alex. See, they want to cut everybody else's pay, but they don't want to let, let the world know how much they pee down the toilet on all these no-talent bastards who kill the ratings. No, we don't want to do that. That would be bad. It would make us look bad. And we let the world know the real truth about Joe Bell, as in, and I don't want to say I told you so, but guess what? I sure told you so about him and that Hank Guerrero guy. Wow. You told me so. Ask me a sales guy. Hey, he's the one that got your dollar mattress back. I got news for you, okay? Uh, Dial Mattress has been on with me for 10 years, okay? I need that from him, that he probably dropped the ball before the holidays anyway. He's the one that did this. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, such a, you're such a putz, man. You're, you're pathetic. You are pathetic. I thought Josh Cordes had his weak moments, but I got news for you. You're such a... You're such a for, for 40 cents an hour, you just demean yourself to the point where you're willing to suck their ass? Huh? Yeah. Shame on you. Shame on you, Hank Guerrero. When's the last time he came in there to confabulate on this show? When's the last time? Is your memory that good? No, not this year. Probably since uh, Fatso over there. Probably never since you've been there. I think he's been in here once, maybe. He was what? I think he was in here once, maybe. To do what? Get some free food? Maybe. See, that's one thing I've discovered over the years is that a lot of people you almost never see, but when there's a whole bunch of food, and this was true at IOD, too. Remember those days? Mm-hmm. When the free food would show up and there'd be like tons and like a buffet, you know. And all of a sudden, all these people who hated you like poison and me and what and the show, all of a sudden they'd come in there like, oh, yeah, let's hop up some of the free food here. Here's the pool. I haven't been reading the whole thing because there's too many movies on there and it's boring anyway. But we're almost done anyhow. we gotta, we got to keep order around here, you know Play some of those bongos now. You got it? Well, it would be more exciting than just reading the poll. Cold, cold, yeah. What's your favorite Johnny Depp movie? We have astonishingly 1,013 votes. Pirates of the Caribbean, 157. And you want to know why? Why? Because it's the most recent one anybody saw. That one in the uh, two and three. I hate Johnny Depp, 159. Well, shame on you. 139 hate Johnny Depp. Based on what? Donnie Brasco, 97. Blow, 87. Edward Scissorhand, 74. Ed Wood, 66. Eddie, Eddie. Come see me, Eddie. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, 57, which really sucked. What's eating Gilbert? Who's eating Gilbert's grapes, 43. Uh, Platoon, 31. I never saw any Johnny Depp movies, 24. We got many people, in case, in case you haven't figured it out yet from the callers, a lot of people will never get out of the house very much. And that's a good thing for us. Don Juan DeMarco, 23. Sleepy Hollow, 21. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, 19. 
The Ninth Gate, 19. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, 18. Benny and June, 18. From Hell, 14. Finding Neverland, 13. Chocolat, 13. Uh, Secret Window, 12. Great movie, bad ending, terrible ending. A Nightmare on Elm Street, 12. Pirates of the Caribbean, 2, 11. Pirates of the Caribbean, 3, 10. Crybaby, 10. That's another one where they had a freak, a freak his appearance up pretty good with a silly curly uh, spit curl. Sweeney Todd, 8. Dead Man, 7. Corpse Bride, 3. Private Resort, 3. Crank up those drums a little bit. I can barely hear them. The Man Who Cried, 2. <laughs> Nick of Time, 2. And none for the Libertine, Before Night Falls, The Astronaut's Wife, The Brave, or Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. All of those last four or five that we got. Oh! They go, nothing. Now I think we've got to cook, and we're going to keep order, man, in the new year, starting Monday. We're going to keep some very serious order on the show and play some really loud music. Now, does he play them loud in the background or what, or don't you know? Uh, do you not know? No, that's because you don't listen. How come you can make all those caustic comments attacking that show when you don't even listen to it? And the last break, I just noticed, was only three and a half minutes. Boy, how the mighty have fallen, man. This sales department, we had no avails for the longest time, and now all of a sudden I, st- I start seeing some real slippage here. I wonder if Hank Guerrero is involved in any of that, do you think? Your good, close, personal buddy, Hank Guerrero? I don't know. I wonder if you're Yahoo. You know who he reminds me of? John Edwards, the salesman. All right. Carolina drawl, you know, that real heavy-duty, kind of like Phil Sims. Chris would know what I'm talking about. The sideline, you know, the sideline. Over on the sideline. Yeah, but it would still sense, I think, a lot of his stake, you know, which makes it even more annoying, more aggravating. I think the most annoying human being on the face of the earth is Phil Sims. Even more than Shannon Sharp? Well, I, I didn't say illiterate. I said annoying. There is a difference. Shannon has an excuse. Phil Sims don't have one. I think Tony Siragusa is kind of annoying. Oh, my God. Annoying. Annoying and fat. And he, 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 he says nothing on the sideline. Okay, let's keep a little order around here. 